What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 AKA new, new world Mr. Order. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And the whole effing show, the CEO, Nigaro, of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best edutainment. Here on YouTube, this is the greatest show on earth. Not only that, they call me Senor Gregorio Greybeard, also Mr. Notrabajo. The old ladies like to call me Mr. Third Leg Greg. Your third leg was just phenomenal. You're looking at the Black Professor X, the Morpheus of the Mady Matrix, the Chocolate Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer, also the man that walks in the spirit of Elijah. We tell the truth over here. Also, you know me as the king of the milk dud head ass ninjas on YouTube and CGA, and that we see God Allah, and I'll be the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. That means we can get this show on the road. Welcome back to the greatest show on earth. I appreciate y'all, man. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. It's the greatest morning show. The greatest morning show. All right. With that being said, we got a great topic today. We have uh, why monogamy doesn't exist. We're going to take a deep dive into Something that we have a woman saying right now, and of course, it's a woman from the community. She says monogamy does not exist. It's no longer a thing. Don't worry about it, and you're not going to find it. I'm just going to, we're just paraphrasing. We're just quoting, we're just quoting her here, and I know you see the title on the screen. We're going to do a deep dive in the various forms of monogamy, and we're going to take a look at does monogamy exist? As it is said, defined, or practiced, even in religion, does monogamy exist between the mammalian creatures of our society, the homo sapiens, and some of y'all dupe shooters and lily lint lickers? We're going to talk about that as well. All right. But anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top. Other live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel where you can super chat new, 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 new on the Notorious order. CGA channel. And yes, it is Takeout Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. It is Takeout Thursday, man. And uh, I got some wonderful Ling Lings uh, to present to you, but I'm going to wait till people arrive. But as you guys know, me love you long time around here, you know? What kind of fuck you give me? Indeed. Shout out to our Takeout Thursday contestants for the day. And mm, mm, look at these nice pieces of neotinous calico that we have presented in front of you today at your service. Yes. What kind of fuck you give me? Oh, I'll give you a couple of yes, indeed. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Nothing makes me happier than a sweet little Ling Ling. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the Ling Lings of the earth and the universe. And thank you for blessing us with your presence on Takeout Thursday. And we rock with you. I want to rock with you. Everybody need a little fried rice in a life, man. And some wonton soup. And some young girl. Yes, indeed. We need that right now. Anyway, I'll be showing teeth already. Show teeth. Indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> mm. 
Anyway, let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show, and we will then celebrate our takeoff Thursday. Greg Fu Young is in the building. Anyway, the sisters are like, this guy's reprehensible. He doesn't even have a day for us. Sisters, do y'all want a day? Hold on for a second. Sisters, y'all want a day? Well, they not here yet. They still getting their bundles sewed in. They're still getting their sewing and they weave done. All right, shout out to the sisters. Y'all still combing y'all wig this morning? Hey, sisters, you can't watch me with a bonnet. So what do you want? What day do you want? Do you want Saturday when I stream on Saturday? We'll give you Saturdays. We'll give the sister Saturdays. All right. Hey, sister. So sister, sister. So sisters like you don't have a day. You have a day for flatback Supremes. You have a day for linglings and gorditas. You don't have a day for us. All right. We're going to give y'all a day. Now we'll give you Saturday for right now. We'll give you my day off. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what are we doing here? And. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. How about we do that? Albert Wesker says uh, women are only monogamous to their own feelings. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Damn. <laughs> monogamous to their own feelings. Daniel McGee says marriage and monogamy, they're just outdated. Free agent lifestyle is the future. Uh-oh. We got actually, you know what? But Well, I'm not, we're not going to talk about it, but yes. Free agent lifestyle is the future. Although we're going to have some problems here for the normies. Easy Dinero says the greatest show on YouTube. Hit the Lizite button out here. Hit the like button. You bitch. You bitch. Hit the like button. Shout out to the contractor says Pog. P-A-W-G. That's my favorite. And sometimes he said Pod. The dudes just thought he said a, a Pod. They're my favorite. <laughs> right. Shout out to the Pods. All right, Corey, shout out to you. Thank you for being here. Jay Flizzo says, it's my birthday. All right, shout out to my brothers with the birthdays out here. He says, so I might get some matrimonial missionary with a side of takeout. Shout out to the king of this ish and the coach gang yang. Shout out to the coach gang yang. He going to get some marital missionary. All right. I bet you your wife's going to be like, it's your birthday. We're going to have some marital missionary. Let's go out for your birthday dinner. All right, she's going to go out for birthday dinner. She's going to order the pork chops. She's going to order the pork chops, and you already know what's going to happen. She's going to be pooting and farting up a storm. She's going to get the itis and the bubble guts, and then she's going to get home, and she just, I can't help it. I can't help myself. All right, and she's going to be pooting all night. All right, I'll go. I got bubble guts. All right, she's going to have diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she ain't, she ain't going to let you. You're like, if you split it open too much, I'm going to squirt no diarrhea on the bed. You know, so like, can I give you, can I, can I give you a rain check on your marital punani, birthday punani? She going to order the pork chops. Don't let you, oh, okay. So listen, J Flo, don't let your wife order the pork chops tonight for birthday dinner. Yeah. That's how she's going to get out of it. Yeah. She's going to be farting, smelling like a bag of onions. She's going to be like this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this <laughs> turning you off? Nothing. Maybe tomorrow you'll be here, right? You'll be here. What's the rush? All right. Anyway, staking up the bathroom, just throwing a bomb in the bathroom with that marital, with that marital missionary she promised you. It's a disgrace. Shout out to our brother Preston says church girls are the freakiest. Yes. And he says all three holes, winner. All right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Church, church girls tend to be like that. That's a rumor. 
That's from Romer. I need money is in the building. I got money. He said, sorry, had to fold something. But last show I meant, what did you mean? The traditional wife expectations. Playback gang in here, the trad wife expectations. All right, that had to do with yesterday. All right, yesterday's prices aren't today's prices. All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. The NWO mixed millions of people's phone service that use AT&T, Verizon, and et cetera. Text Game Ninjas is out of a job now. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. So people are mixing services? What is going on here? I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard this rumor, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, wait a minute. New, 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 new All right, so order. Text Game Ninjas is out of a job. All right, Text Game Ninjas, what do we do now? They mixed our services up. What do we do? All right, we got, I got to go to the internet and figure out how do I need to text these 304s. <laughs> All right, uh, shout out to Kaylin says, what's up, coach? My question is, have we ever been truly monogamous? I'm going to take you down the memory lane. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it. And I'm going to read. Shout out to, he says, women have procreated 90% of the time compared to 40% of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women in relationships more than men do. Mm-hmm. And men naturally want more than just one woman. Mm-hmm. Birds are monogamous, not human beings. Yeah, I mean, you're, yes, you're hitting the nail on the head. However, we got to talk about the cultural implications here. There's several forms of monogamy that, that we look at monogamy men, when, when I say we. Men look at monogamy one way, women look at monogamy another way. So you have the anthropologists, the sociologists, the psychologists, and the pseudosciences. Um, they're going to explain to us how monogamous we actually have been as a human beings, as human beings. We're going to look at it, and we're going to take a look at the Bible and, and, and explain. We're going to get a good, good definition of what monogamy is just to decide whether monogamy exists in today's culture, right? We're going to talk about that. We also have later on in this show, we have, we have Doom and Gloom CGA coming up next. I think we do. Do we have Doom and Gloom CGA? Yeah, we do have Doom and Gloom CGA. Okay, all right. We got Doom and Gloom CGA, Straggle and Snickle Theater, how women view flirting. We're going to talk about the flirting game. I'm going to talk about flirting because a lot of men uh, deal with women flirting and they want to know what's going on with flirting. We're going to get a woman's bird's eye view about what they're looking for when they're flirting. All right, the Daily Wire versus the Red Pill. We're going to talk about that. We have, uh, we have stopping by Ben Shapiro. Well, what about Jen, Ben Shapiro? I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Yeah, uh, Ben Shapiro. Uh, we have Candace Owens, Matt Walsh, and a bunch of other Rudy Poos. We're going to look at them and uh, see how corny they are uh, about daily uh, about men in marriage. You know, we, we need to procreate. We, we, we need the birth rates declining. By the way, I've been warning you of this since the 2018 birth rates declining, uh, marriage rates declining. But also the population's declining. Uh, but we got immigrants to solve this problem. I'm going to let you know. I've been telling you that's what they're doing here. Uh, but we are not in a situation where we're um, um, going to replace ourselves. But but here's, here's what they're suggesting, and we'll follow this later. They're saying that men should fall on the sword. They're essentially what, what they're saying. Make the sacrifice. Men, fall on the sword. Uh, save humanity uh, from the mess that we made. All right, and much of the mess was made by these conservative goofies like uh, Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh, right? They fucked up from the beginning. Now they want us to come fix it and fall on the sword. All right, I want you to notice that that's what they're suggesting to you. While they let the bullshit happen, people, not, not them personally, but their group, let the, let the bullshit persist. 
let feminism run rampant, and they let men be out here being cucks. And now these C-U-C-Ks want to jump on here and say men fall on the sword, no matter what the consequences are to save humanity. That's what they're saying. That's what they're telling you. All right, and uh, we're going to go ahead and review that and see what they say about it. Yeah, we're going to go in there. Yeah, fall on the sword. <laughs> right, that's what they're doing here. Ninja, eat the bullets. Front line. All right, take the first bullets. That's what they're doing. They're, 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 um, what is the dude's name? Uh, damn, Crispus Addicts. They're like, you're the Crispus Addicts of this. And they're going to line up all the ninjas up front. If you don't know who Crispus Addicts is, go ahead and look them up. I throw a little history in there every now and then. They want to Crispus Addicts us. <laughs> right? All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, do me a favor, hit the like button, and we're going to get into, oh, by the way, hit the like button, and I got to do some takeout Tuesday. Don't let me get ahead of myself. I can't get ahead of myself. All right, let's take you in here, man. All right, there we go. Yummy. Yummy. Let's take a look at what's going on here on the takeout Thursday. Oh, man. All kind of, oh, we got some, whoo, look at them smiles. Little girl that smiles. All right, uh, my future. Okay. We got them racing today. They racing the CGA on the takeout Thursday. They coming to me. Come to me, ladies. Come on. Come on. It's Thursday. First one, whoever wins, getting folded up like a love letter from the second grade. Smile, ladies. Do you want? Oh, we got them jumping over the horse. Oh, my. Take a look at this. Oh, the humanity. Oh, yes. Oh, that. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. Oh, the humanity. Oh, yes. Jump on it, lady. Jump on the horse. Jump on. Oh, don't jump over the horse right here. Oh, she's the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I think I found the winner right here. Here we go, right here. Feet out and everything. Oh, she jumping on it. She's smiling. Look at her. She like, yes. Yeah, that brother's starving. Feet out. Show me how you go jump over it. Yeah, she said, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. She said, I'm the winner, daddy. She said, I'm the one. I'm the one. Damn, daddy. That's indeed. Yes, indeed. She the winner for the day. Hello. That's the one right there. Let's give it a winner. Let's give it a lap right there. She the one. She the one today. Here you go. Indeed. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. I got you tonight. Yeah, that brother's starving. I got you tonight, baby. Don't let it be. Feet out and everything. Yes, indeed. Take out Thursday. I'm putting hands on hips. And when I dip, you dip, we dip. Yes, indeed. That's what we going to do today. And if y'all brothers like y'all a little bit of color with your linglings, I got you, man. I got you right here. Did you look right there? Japanese Jamaican lingling. All right, here we go. And she kind of got her flatbacks out. Uh-oh. Did y'all going out here? We starving again. Yeah, that's what a takeout Thursday. How to start it off. Japanese, a student and a model. Nigerian lingling. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to tell you, brothers, it get better and better. Sisters, I didn't leave you out, did I? Nigerian Jamaican. I mean, Nigerian Japanese. I can't remember what she said. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, where we at? Lord, have mercy. That's for Dr. Umar right there. We must stay focused. Yeah. All right. That's not. I tell you. All right, I need to go find me one of them. It's easy to get a woman. Hey, ladies, I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm going to tell y'all something. It's easy to snooker an American man into marriage. Women be like, how do I find marriage-minded men? How do I get them? How do I entrap them and snare them? How do I snooker them? 
right? That's how women be like, these men don't want to marry. I have a career and a job and I have degrees. I'm going to tell you how to get a man. I'm going to show you how easy it is to snooker a, a, a man today. Remember, they, they're one blow job away from the plantation, according to TFM and Sandman. Shout out to the legendary TFM and Sandman. Okay, the legends. But men are easy, y'all. We simply easily. And I'm going to show you this Ling Ling is going to show you how to snooker and hook a man in the marriage. All right, let's go ahead and show you. Look at this dude right here. He's like, yeah, that brother's starving. All right, he didn't went over to Japan. He didn't went over to the Japan. And all this woman did was smile and be goofy. And this ninja was ready to marry her up. Let's take a look. All right, let me see here. Let me see here. Here we go. She says, you like horse? You like horse? Basically, she said, what kind of fuck you give me? Okay. Horse. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think I found my wife. Oh. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Yeah, that brother's starving. Look at that. He says, I think I found my wife. Ninja, that fast. <laughs> right. All she did was smile and be giggly and goofy and say, I want to be dominated. And this ninja ready to marry her. Damn, ninja. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> he got that ninja fast. Gotcha, bitch. All right, just by being feminine. All right, y'all masculine bras trying to bully ninjas down there. All right, you ain't going to get no advantage. This ninja, this like, he folded up cheap, cheap suit ass ninja. He folded up like a lawn chair. <laughs> White dudes be folded up for Ling Ling's damn ninja. Give her a chance to reveal herself as ninja. Jesus. This ninja. Game over. <laughs> You're like horse. Host? Horse. 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 I think I found my wife. I'm not going to lie. Damn. Man down. <laughs> man down man this is your easies man hey man men are easy men are easy ladies you be like i just can't figure it out men are so complicated men are easy <laughs> men are easy all she did was smile in his face this ninja like barely could talk English. and by the way ladies notice one thing he barely understands her other than the body language and he's ready to marry her look look it don't take much talking, ladies. The more talking you do, the worse it is. He don't even care about what she's saying. He's like, just keep looking at me, smiling at me. Look, that's all it takes right there. That's all it takes. American women be like, I'm not smiling for you. I'm depressed and anxious, and I'm stressed out. I refuse to smile. That's all it takes. Look, look, look at him. She looking at his lips. Look at this ninja. He gone. Now watch this. She spit on, he spit on her. She don't even care. Watch this. Watch this. Let me show you right here. That's when she got him. Look, right there. Right there. Right there. Niggas always got to show they <laughs> Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. All right. He, she sprayed spit on him. She didn't even care. She just showed her teeth. I tell you, man, these linglings are manipulative, man. Don't let them trap you that fast, Ninja, because they change. They change on you. Don't let them trap you. <laughs> oh, man. Smile, eye contact, genuine, happy. And this ninja ready to take her down the aisle. Can't even understand half the words she's saying. All right, anyway. All for the low, low price of $60 or 1,000 baht. This ninja ready to fold her ass up. 
That's guys, don't be that easy, dog. Don't be that easy, man. Make them work for it. All right, let's go Doom and Gloom CGA. All right, all right. Doom and Gloom CGA here brought to you by the new, 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 new world order. Uh, let's take you to the happenings around the world here. Apparently, we have some major, major happenings going on here. Uh, let's check in on, is this today? Okay, oh, man, it was something else. I guess, speaking of linglings here, I don't know if you guys have been following this. I've been waiting for Thursday to present this. San Francisco, of course. Mm. San Francisco's out here just, just terrible. San Francisco appoints first non-citizen yes a non-american citizen to city election commission speaking of linglings there she is right there or there them they are i can't tell body frame looks feminine however she looking a little masculine in the face i believe she's korean let's go ahead or hong kong it says the city of san francisco all right let's give them some music as we're reading this the city of san francisco swore in the first non-citizen member of its election commission on Wednesday, granting new commissioner Kelly Wong, originally from Hong Kong, something Wong, a role in overseeing the city's elections, despite not having the ability to legally vote herself. (laughs) Oh, man. Wong, or right, this is Wong. A self-described immigrant rights activist came to the United States in 2019 to pursue a graduate degree. The following year, a voter-approved measure in San Francisco eliminated the citizenship requirement for serving on city boards, commissions, and advisory bodies, allowing Wong to quickly set her sights on public office. According to the news report, Wong's appointment was unanimously approved by the members of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. Her swearing in at the San Francisco City Hall last week was presided over by Boards of Supervisors, President Aaron Pinskin, and drew a crowd of several several dozen people. Uh, Quote, there are always voices inside of my head, she says, like, you can't do it. You're not competent. You're an ignorant, (laughs) ignorant immigrant. (laughs) You're an ignorant This is not your country, Wong told the news reporter prior to the ceremony addressing her doubts about seeking the position. But she says, that's not true. If I can do it, you can too. New, 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 new world order. Something wrong here. Something Betty, Betty, Betty wrong here. But that's where we're going as a country. So I'm going to tell you, man, uh, news reports popping on this. It says it's unbelievable. Chinese immigrants, Kelly Wong, her name ain't really Kelly either. Uh, But if you know anything about (laughs) if you know anything about uh, mixing into society or basically assimilation, they pick a they pick a name that's close to an American name. Kelly Wong swore in on San Francisco's election commission. Top Republicans warn Xi Jinping is playing the long game as 452 Chinese used the southern border to illegally infiltrate the U.S. in just the past three days. So they're saying this is the long game or the Wong game 
and this is just it. I mean, uh, they did have, not too recently on Doom and Gloom CGA, we did talk about Fang Fang. If you don't know who Fang Fang is, she's pretty close to Kelly Wong, and whereas Fang Fang was the Spygate target, the Chinese Spygate, a suspected Chinese spy targets California politicians, and one politician, Eric Swalwell, who has been dodging, dodging, absolutely dodging the implications that he folded up Fang Fang like a love letter from the second grade, has targeted U.S. politicians in an event to do a little spying, if you will, doing a little of the spy that shagged me. Fang Fang has been getting access, and then Eric Swalwell allegedly certainly did fold up Fang Fang, and I would have too. On Hey, get that damn thing off my screen. I would have folded it up too, but what they're saying is the long game of war, it's a long game. It's not a short game. It's, not, it's no longer we're going to come over there and intimidate you with our might, our military might. No, nah, man, we playing the long game. The long game, shout out to that. Doom and Gloom CGA, warn your teenage sons of this. There's television shows on uh, ID, Discovery Channel, Oxygen, that talks about this. So um, warn your sons about something called, something called sextortion. Sextortion uh, that is happening and people are targeting young men. And in cases where these young men are targeted by being enticed by women online to send pictures of themselves their bodies the male the male's body parts these men in this case are self-deleting because of the intimidation and bullying surrounded by the sextortion of of on social media um so let's tell you about this story another teen dies after sextortion case here we go 16 year old walker montgomery from mississippi in december of last year walker started talking to a girl on instagram who said they had a mutual friend Walker was eventually convinced to engage in sexual activity over video chat with the girl in an Instagram DM. Only, it turns out the girl wasn't who she said she was. According to the FBI, it was actually a scammer in Nigeria who recorded the video chat and then threatened to post the video online if they weren't paid $1,000. Walker's dad explained what happened next. And, and the information we collected shows that it, the, the pressure Walker was under was unbearable. Um, to the point that during this exchange, Walker finally tells them, hey, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm going to kill myself. And they respond with, go ahead, because you're already dead. And as a parent, obviously, you hear that, and it's, it's heartbreaking. Walker took his own life soon afterwards. Yeah, man. Now, here's some things that we do here. We have to teach the young men of what's happening here. There are a lot of scams on dating apps, Instagram, uh, Nigerians are busy, Chinese are busy, Russian Russians are busy, people in America are very busy, um, dating apps and stuff like this. And if it's too good to be true, if you don't know the person intimately, meaning you've never met them, just assume that they're a scam until you meet them. That's number one. Just assume they're a scam until they meet them. They'll, they'll even extend it out. Oh, you know, no. And then, oh, let's not, let's talk just on the app. Let's go to WhatsApp. And then eventually guys will get horny and thirsty and start sending them pictures women young women have to worry about this as well especially teenagers so teenagers are easy gullible and thirsty some of y'all ninjas are thirsty too so if you don't know them first of all never send photos videos or pictures of yourself uh doing anything with your anatomy um because eventually what you're going to find out is they're going to they're going to threaten to send it to everybody in your school 
and there's there's a lot of stories like this for men and females, specifically teenagers. So what they're doing is trying to get money from you. And if you can't get money from you, they're going to say, I'm going to send the videos to all of your friends on Instagram to everybody you follow. Okay, and then if that happens, which sometimes it does happen, then you're going to have to leave the school. It's quite embarrassing. You're going to have to fix it. And then if you're not strong enough, which young men and women aren't strong enough at that age, 16, uh, to be able to circumvent and navigate that and survive it, some men and women do take their lives, unfortunately. So you got to be, yeah, we always say, man, keep it simple till in person. My son uh, has that philosophy, although you have to always watch out for these young men because even they get caught slipping. Adult men get caught slipping. So keep it simple to in person. My son told me that, and that is the absolute truth. Keep communication simple. Even, even people you know, keep communications simple until you meet in person. I can tell you everything. I can show you everything. There's no need for you to send pictures and videos today. Even if you're well-blessed and endowed, all right, there's no reason for you to be doing this. So if you get caught up in this, just know you're making a mistake. You're making a mistake that you cannot call it back. Even if it's Snapchat where the video disappears, don't, don't um, underestimate somebody has two phones. People have two phones today. I have multiple phones, op open lines, because there's a minimum amount of lines. And I have people and people who work for me, my kids, um, my, you know, my parents, they, they all have lines. So I have multiple people have multiple phones where they can record you without recording it directly on their phone. Uh, so be careful with this. This is um, something that is going to be more popular because people aren't going to be discussing it. It is what it is. And and assume it's a male. Somebody said, assume it's a boy. Absolutely. Uh, if a woman's saying, send me a photo, send me a photo and you don't know who they are. Assume it's a Nigerian scam. I mean, assume it's a male. Nobody's trying to women ain't. Women ain't that thirsty like that. Unless you're intimate with them, that would be the only exception. But even me, I know that because I am recognizable that it would be dumb for me to send a woman a picture. I don't send any pictures out like that because, of course, if they don't get what they want, it's easy for them to say, hey, I got a leaked picture of CGA with his Johnson out. And ladies, I'm going to tell you, you want to see this. Your third leg was just phenomenal. So I wouldn't be ashamed to have my Johnson out on the Internet. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Uh, because y'all ladies will be running out here trying to touch yourself when you see it. Yeah, All right. But that's neither here nor there. I still I still believe I don't even need to do it. But that's neither here nor there. But anyway. <laughs> That's do I think that's the rest of Doom and Gloom CGA. That is. All right, we out. All right, all right. No pictures of your junk, ninjas. No pictures of your junk. Yeah. Ladies will be running, clutching eggs, peace leaves. Like, oh man, my viewership will go up. But that's all right. Ninjas will be jealous. Anyway, let's get back to it. Let me check if there's any any other supports out here because I don't want to get too far behind. What are we doing? Shout out to uh oh, there is shout out to D16 Love from London, coach. Shout out to you, bruv. I broke up with my girl because she wanted more action, and I said getting in shape would help. She refused, so we're done. Was I right? You were. That's a standard. That's a standard because we all know, you know, as a things that we teach men, uh, whatever you do, if you reward bad behavior, the bad behavior will continue. So if your woman is not how you want her, 
Don't penetrate her. Okay. If you know, women apologize via sex. If you don't accept the apology, don't have sex with her. Okay. Um, if you want her to change something, get in shape. If you want if you want me to be intimate with you, get in shape. Now, many men don't care about shit like this. They'll still go ahead and do it, but shout out to you. You're absolutely right. Maintain control of your relationship and make sure you don't have any scarcity. So if she don't want to get her fat ass in shape, kick her to the curb. Kick her to the curb. Shout out to Porsche Specialist. I work out daily, read books, and travel whenever I want. I'm the only one at my job not married with kids and a mortgage. Coincidence? I think not. Free Agent Lifestyle promotes a healthy lifestyle. Indeed, healthy lifestyle. Be healthy, man. And uh, Yeah, man, we need to start getting men. Uh, the purpose of the Free Agent Lifestyle is get y'all out here putting your priorities first. Traveling, yes, working out, being fit, reading, reaching your fullest potential. Jude says, any advice for a 23-year-old coach? Shout out to all the 23 men in their 20s. Thank you, man. Any advice? Man, 23 seems like yesterday, but it was certainly a long time ago for me. But when I say this, I mean the best. You got a lot of life ahead of you, brother. You got a lot of life ahead of you. It will go pretty fast, but you got a lot of life ahead of you. Don't believe at 23 that this is it. Don't believe that wherever you are at 23 is going to be where you remain. There's so much life to live and so much to see at 23 three in between 23 and 50 that you can accomplish many things that you think are impossible. The life that you dream of can be attained relatively quickly and or down the line from 23 into 50. So yes, don't waste your time. Don't think that you're losing or lacking. If you're behind, don't think you're ahead and everything going to be Gucci because you can lose it all, but really be very, very diligent about the steps that you take in your life. Most people, do the most damage to their lives at your age in a slightly ahead, right? 23, 24, 25. Or really between 20 and 25, if you can avoid a lifelong decision, you're going to be ahead of the game. For instance, marriage, having children out of wedlock, and these type of things. If you can avoid that and push that off until you're 30 because you have the ability to do it, I would say push it off because... You will not be able to take that back and it can affect the not even though just not the rest of your life, but certainly the next 20 years of your life. All right. So take it easy, man. 23 is good, man. 23. That's a good age. He says 23. I was stupidly married. Don't he said, don't do that. Yeah, I think I got married at. I think it was officially 26, 27. Maybe it was 28. I can't remember. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I wish I wish to forget it altogether. <laughs> I wish I hadn't have done it. All right, but uh, it is what it is. I learned a lot. That's why the, the fact that I did it gets me to pre present to you what I know. All right, shout out to I Just Wanna Be Rich LLC. Cell phone outage all over the world. Wow, I bet you predicted it, Coach Adamus. Well, I don't know if I predicted. New, 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 new world order. I did say, I did say that all they had to do was turn the Wi-Fi or the Bluetooth off and it would be chaos. Mm -hmm. It would be chaos. So, yes, yes, indeed. So here we're seeing how much let this let this go for another two days and you're going to see people go crazy. 
AC says, shout out to the jerk sushi Japanese Jamaican sister out here. He says, the sister Chan, sister Chan, and uh, let's see where she at. I want to see her again. Oh, she a nice piece of calico. Look at her. Mm -mm. And they're just like, you old ass ninja, you can't have her. Oh, yes, I can. And I like, I like the way. Hey, sisters, man, take a note, man. Look at this woman. She looking all pleasant. She in her feminine. She Look at that smile. Oh, my Lord. And I'm used to, you know, if you don't travel, you're not used to seeing women all jipper and cheery and stuff like that. Women be like, we don't have to be your cheerleader. We can be the main event, too. We can be the superstar. We can be the celebrity. Women want to be the celebrity. All right. They want to be the superstar in your marriage, in your relationship. I want to be out front. Look out. Look at me. <laughs> All right. No, Ninja, we need cheerleaders. Hold on for a second. Let me show you, man. We need cheerleaders. Bring me a cheerleader. Hold on for a second. Let's take out Thursday. Let me go ahead and rewind the film. We need cheerleaders, Ninja. I refuse to be a man's cheerleader. Okay. Well, you can't be with the man. All right. You can't be with the man. Let me go ahead and show you real quick. Let's take out Thursday. We need cheerleaders. Come on. Yeah, run to daddy right here. Come on. Come on. Get him, daddy. Yeah, we need him. Yes, come on. Come on. Give me an A. Give me a D. Give me an A. Give me an M. Give me an S. What does that spell? Hop on it, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, they got their feet out, too. Oh, Lord, have mercy. This is just too rough for me. Show me. Give me an A-D-A-M-S. Yes, indeed. I got you, baby. I got you. <laughs> And no, I don't want a D. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Yeah. It's that easy, ladies. It's that easy. All right, anyway. <laughs> Y'all just be like, where are you finding this stuff, CGA? All right, anyway. We got a couple more supports, and then we're going to get on. Jay Sound says, fire stream yesterday, coach. He says, men be warned. Going through a girl's phone is a one-way trip. A one-way trip to the dark side. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a one-way trip to the dark side, man. Never go through your girl's phone. <laughs> Don't go through your girl's phone. <laughs> You're going to be shocked and amazed. And much of the shock and amazement is because men don't know women. You have no clue. Shout out to Corey says, love what you do, coach. Appreciate you. And he says, new, 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 thank new, you. New world order. Don't go through your girl's phone. I mean, if you go through it, just prepare to be you know, humiliated. We got two more or three more or four more. The mighty bull says, I don't see myself on the chat anymore. Problem. I don't know. Is it on this channel? What channel don't you see yourself on? And Jermaine, well, the gift of gab show says, I realize when women complain, they sound just like children who didn't get their turn to swing on the swing or to kick the ball. Also, does that boom box behind you work? Make sure it isn't bug. It does work. All right. It does work, but it's not plugged up. It's more or less just a, um, that's a prop at this particular point, but it does work. It does work. But yes, indeed. We got two more. I, they, I said, see God Allah. Shout out to Chris says, please accept this meager offerings for your pretty feet fund. Nevada is a swing state for the presidential election in November. Coach gang. He says, would like to know, who you'll be voting for. All right, who you going to be voting for out here? Uh, look at my African-American <laughs> over here. Look at him. Yeah. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm and, talking uh, about? He says, I know your 
I know you're black like your mama, but please say Trump. Catfish Nuggets going to the liberal Democrats. Send me out with the Donald Trump. Uh, look at my African-American <laughs> over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? And you know what I'm talking do about? Do you realize that most of the people, Donald Trump's, uh, the people that are attacking Trump from the outside, preventing him from uh, being a contender in this election, most of them are African-American. Did you know that? Were you aware of that? Most of the district attorneys, the attorney generals, the prosecutors, they're all African-American. Did y'all know that? In almost all of his cases. Like that, what is, what is up with black folks? What's up with black folks, man? <laughs> they be definitely taking the, what, what's going on with black new, folks? New, 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 new world order. They're all black. Did y'all know that? The, 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 uh, the, um, the attorney general in New York. Let me see here. Attorney general, New York. Trump. And most of them are women, black women. All right. Uh, one is Letitia James. All right. So there's the, there's the first mammy. <laughs> there's the first mammy. So that's the first one who got Donald Trump really convicted of uh, fraud, bank fraud with no victim. But of course, so you got one black mammy right there. Then Fanny, Fanny Willis was the other black mammy. Let me see where Fanny Willis is. Fanny Willis was the other mammy. You guys got to realize that this is this is happening here. Uh, let's see where her where she at. So you have the other mammy right here. She's the Atlanta case, which is somewhat falling apart um, as we speak because she was out here getting her tonsils buttered. And then I believe in the D.C. case or potentially the New York case, it's a ninja. All right, let me see here. New York. Let me see here. It's the New York case. It's a fat ninja. New York. Trump case. I think he's the prosecutor. Prosecutor. There's always a tie-in. Yeah, this ninja right here. This fat, goofy ninja right here. Look at him. He's the top prosecutor in Manhattan. All right, so it's all ninjas. <laughs> it's all ninjas. I don't know what's, what's, what's wrong with y'all ninjas. Big old walrus face-ass ninja. All right, what's going with y'all mammy-ass ninjas? But anyway, it is what it is. I don't know where the, there's a coincidence there. Alvin, that chipmunk ass ninja. Look, look, it's all this ninja. What's going on with y'all mammies out here? What y'all, y'all, what y'all doing? Alan Bragg, Alvin Bragg, yeah, he's the top prosecutor in one of the cases against Trump. Like y'all ninjas is out here mad, bro. Man, that Gorge Soros money is that Gorge Soros money is good. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> That Gord Soros money going to ninjas, man. They packing their pockets, ninja. I'll tell you, Gord Soros is new, 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 new world order. Or Sorge Goros. I keep saying it wrong. It's Sorge Goros. That Sorge Goros money is good. Maybe he can send me a couple of dollars. Maybe a head on the nanny goat. That Sorge Goros money going around good. Anyway, all right, so what are we doing here? They coming after me, y'all. Ladies love cool. C just found out that one of my old classmates got arrested for threatening the guy that slept with his girlfriend and he took her back afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, there you go right there. There you go. Why are you taking X backs? I don't know. Strag wants to nigga theater. Let's go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, Strike on Sniggle Theater, hit the like button. Hit the like button. Strike on Sniggle Theater, what do we got here? 
uh, women in their cars here. You guys know, man. Uh, ladies, are you watching? What's going on with your cars here? Uh, take a look at this video of this <sighs> young woman. Up, oh, I'm going to turn the volume down. There's a flatback, a sloppy yogurt. Take a look at her vehicle. So there's the young lady there. Uh, I tell you, some of these sloppy yogurts be absolutely disgusting human beings. Take a look at this, guys. You always want to check their car. All right. And if she never lets you check her car, you know she nasty. And if her if her car is this nasty, guess what happens, man? You know the rest of her is nasty. You know that Punani ain't clean. And she probably, boy, I tell you, she be leaving dudes leaking, jumping on other ninjas' Punanis. And if she has leggings tucked into her socks, you already know this, this piece of slim fat right individual is out of control. She ain't washed her hair or that piece leave. I mean, how can you live like this? This is absolutely disgusting. Crystal methany. I mean, are you on drugs? What is going on, man? Check their car. Look at his fast food. That's why I call her skinny fat. Look at all that junk food she eating. Not a not an ounce of muscle or a firm piece of anything. She basically probably feel like well blubber. You ever know these women? You see them and they're like slim, but then you touch them and then your hands slip up on it like well blubber. Mm. Condoms under the seat, ninja. You know what I mean? Roach infested cockroach. Oh, that's disgusting. Straggle. Pure straggle. All right, uh, what do we got next coming up here? Oh, man, this is, I don't know, man. This is a family show. Cover your ears. Cover the kids' ears. Cover the kids' ears. There's a young piece of nerd. Look at a nerd girl right there. All right, I told you about them plain Janes and nerd girls. They be nasty. They super-duper nasty, and they freaks. They freaks, too. Let's hear how freaky-deaky she is. Ten dicks all at once? Yes, it was so wonderful. I dream of putting someone's cock in my mouth, but I never imagined ten people all at once. And they book oh, you at the end? Yeah, all over my face. It was so amazing. Apparently, you can get sick from that. Too many different types of strains of cum. No, I can never get tired of it. I just close my eyes, and I let it wash over me like a nice little shower. And you wear those little windshields as protection? This is my second pair of the same exact glasses because there's so much cum that's been shined on them. The, the cum start eroding the lining of my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, good luck with all your cum. My cum expeditions. Yes. Thank you so much. Good luck with them. You had 10 dicks all at once? Yes, it was so wonderful. Oh, the humanity. <sighs> I didn't told y'all. And y'all be worried about me, coach. That's somebody's daughter. Well, I know they be really nasty. The nerdy girls, the plain James, be super duper nasty. It's super wonderful. She's happy. Oh, my goodness. She in her happy place. She want to be dominated, too. Them nerd girls. I'm telling you, man, nerd girls are wild, brothers. <laughs> These girls are out. And I will be clapping. I'm just letting you know. It's crazy, huh? Mm. Yeah, it happens sometimes. You know, women are naturally. They're women, brother. They're women. All right, shout out to her right there. Uh, it says right here, okay, <laughs> a straggle single theater. Um, this is something I talked about yesterday about women, you know, that have, you know, they're well-developed and they're kind of, you know, they have a big backs and big everything. And, you know, sometimes they accumulate a little bit of body odor and, and must because that's a lot of body parts just hanging. So we have a flat back that asks, what is it like? to have big toddies, all right? So we got a flatback. They typically have a cup brigade and maybe a little bit of a small B unless they get some implants. Flatbacks tend to not be well endowed. 
right? Unless they're a pog. It's kind of like a, you know, happy medium. So definitely looks like a flatback. She wants to know what it's like to have big toddies because some women who have small toddies, A cups, raisin titties, and prunes on their chest, they want big titties. Now, big titty women, they were they were smaller. And, you know, I don't I feel for women with big chesticles. I'm like, look at these chesticles, boy. You got to carry these things around. Well, she wants to know, hey, what is life like on the other side? Is the grass greener if you have big chesticles? And she asks, and a woman responded. So let's go ahead and see what the mindset is right here. Here we go. Uh, I got to get the value. For people with big titties, um, what's it like? Why'd you send me this? One out of ten, do not recommend. <laughs> it's ghetto. Don't do it. It's like carrying two broke best friends on your back and on your front at the same time. It's having built-in serial killers that lay on your neck and try to suffocate you when you go to sleep at night. In the summertime when it's hot, mm. you can't take them off. You want to, like, just put them in a ponytail or something and throw them over your shoulder to just get a little bit of air down there, but that don't work. You just be hot and sweaty and uncomfortable. Uh, and don't think about wearing a button-up shirt because if you inhale with too much enthusiasm or have so much as a spirited sneeze, those buttons become weapons of mass destruction and will separate, you know, all the way to the white meat it's gonna go what? through the skin not what? to mention when your boobs live in a different area code the bras cost a whole mortgage it's ghetto don't do it don't do it he said and this niggling ninja messed up the entire video <laughs> this ninja messed up the entire video but uh yeah uh she even talked about the sweat and somewhat the odor that comes from being a large woman and it's 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 unavoidable it's unavoidable in fact what is a large woman's best friend? Yeah, he was forcing it. What is a large woman's best friend to fight body odor? If you know, you definitely is a pog chaser. All right, you definitely is a pog chaser. Hold up. Every large woman knows this is the tool to counter body odor. All right, anybody know? Let's see if y'all ninjas know. If you know, you a true nasty boy. Oh, that's nasty. Anybody know? Let me see. Oh, I got some nasty boys in oh, here. That's nasty. I got some nasty boys in here. Where they at? They showing themselves. You showing yourselves, you nasty ninjas. I knew you was nasty. <laughs> I knew y'all boys was pog chasers. Look at these chubby chasing pog, fat BBW chasing ass ninjas. <laughs> right? Look at them. They revealing themselves. They revealing themselves, brothers. You revealing yourself. You told on yourself. <laughs> All right. If you don't know, it's baby powder. It's baby powder, you nasty ninjas. Oh, that's nasty. You pull them pants down, and you're going to see a white spot, a couple of white spots up under a flap. All right. on they, Under they titty and armpit, under the under the foo-pah, you're going to see white that don't don't worry that white spot is just baby powder all right that's all it is she didn't fit that flap up she didn't squeeze that baby powder all around <laughs> the pog lovers out here nasty oh, boy. that's nasty shout out to y'all ninjas i knew you were some nasty ninjas there <laughs> we go all right he says i'm a man of god shout out to y'all man yeah anyway that is that is <laughs> That is the that is the big woman's fight 
against body odor, right? When they got all of that mass, they got to get that baby powder all around. They be out there, yeah. Mm. Otherwise, they gonna be having. They gonna be musty. They gonna be musty. It's it's inevitable. They they're just telling you there. All right, Strangle and Sniggle Theater. Uh, let's see. Is this the next segment? Nope. This is uh, for the segment here. Oh, this is another one of these. What is this woman's name right here? This woman's name is, I think she's a Braxton, probably Tamar Braxton. I did a video on her like five years ago. But take a look at these old, turned out, burnt out straggles out here, still trying to be out here chasing men. And it says right here, him, I really like you, me. So this is the response to these old hags out here, what they're going to say in response to a man saying, I really like you. Here we go. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you like me unless you give me some money. <laughs> How do I know? How do I know you like me if you don't send me a gift to give me some money, huh? I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you like me unless you give me some money. <laughs> How do I know? How do I know you These old strags got to go. <laughs> these old straggles have got to go. Y'all got to start retiring these old straggles. I'll tell you, man, once they hit about 40, 45, they in retirement. Y'all always trying to get me to, to, to look at these old hyenas. Shout out to the Crimson Cure. <laughs> Ain't nobody. Look, this woman been a whole bed winch her entire life, allegedly. Ain't nobody got time for her with her old face all beat up by Botox and lip injections and fillers. Who listening to this? Who listening to Who want this old roast beef? I always tell you, man, and I guess she was attractive at some particular point. She definitely is not my cup of tea. And the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. Ain't nobody listening to her with her hairline looking like Hulk Hogan on the back, right? Look at her hairline on the top there, bro. All her head is on the side like Terry Bollea. I mean, stop. She looking like I'm a real American right now. She's going to rip off her T-shirt and get in the ring as the World Wrestling Federation champion. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> I don't know if you like me unless you give me some money. These people been hoeing since I don't know what. This is crazy, man. And then the other woman, too. Like me if you don't send me a gift. Look at this. Like, really? Really? Ma'am. <sighs> These people are too much. I don't know if you like me unless you send me some money. They still begging for money in their 50s. Still begging for money in their 50s, knowing good and damn well there's 20-year-old women nipping on their heels right now. What age man is giving these straggles money? Like, come on, brothers. To give me some money, huh? I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you like me unless you give me some money. <laughs> uh. You mean a prostitute, but that's neither here nor there. If you have not seen my clip on dating stems from prostitution, you must watch the clip. Because if you don't watch the clip and you just listen to what I said, dating stems from prostitution, you will not get it. All right. You will not get it. You're going to make an assumption, but you're going to show your ignorance because you don't even know you're just listening to the title. And I know you ninjas don't want to do any watching. And I try to, hey, shut up. 
I try to make it easy for you. It is now on the CGA Reacts channel. Go to the CGA Reacts channel. If you haven't, it's here on the live stream. Dating, and I prove it, dating is directly linked to prostitution. I did a stream on it. This is the second time that I've done it. And if you don't watch the video, you're going to come in here and you're going to prejudge the title. But I broke it down and it is undeniable. The concept of dating is directly linked to prostitution. It was almost synonymous. And, it's, and, and here's the thing. Dating, dating is a new concept. It is not old. It has not come from anything. Courting was the way people made it and found mates. The modern date is essentially what prostitution was equivalent. Nobody could tell the difference of what the action was. You got to watch the video. Do not just listen to the title because then you're going to say this is not true. But if you watch the video, I broke it down and dissected it. And I've been saying this for years that most men are introduced into the process of finding women through dating. And it's a directly linked to prostitution. In fact, what we call it is traditional and there's nothing traditional about it. There's nothing traditional about dating. It is a new concept. And it is directly linked to prostitute. But you got to watch the video. You can't just look at it and say, this is not true. And then uh, people will tell me what a date is. And they'll be wrong. I'll be like, that's not what a date. Well, they'll tell me dating is a purpose of dating is to find a mate. And I'm saying that's not true. We, we, we break it down in the video. The purpose of dating is not to find a mate. Not a, not a, not a wife. Not a wife. All right, it's what you have to you have to watch the video because if you don't and you just go with the title, you're going to run with it and you're going to come in with your ignorant or lack of knowledge thought and you're going to be absolutely wrong. All right, so anyway, watch the video. Stragglers Nickel Theater, speaking of video, I believe this guy right here, if I'm not mistaken, was the gentleman um the gentleman that was in the homeless camp. Right, he was homeless in the Home Depot, not the Home Depot, in the uh, public storage in the storage facility. I believe this is the same guy. Now, remember, he had a girlfriend that was lying on the couch. Well, apparently, I believe these are the same people, and he's responding to why he doesn't have a job. Now, this is trouble. And take a look at the woman on the bed right there. Man, that is a large woman. She basically don't have a midsection. All right, she got titty and a fupa and legs, egg with legs. But, you know, she looks definitely comfortable. She definitely looks warm. But take a look at her boyfriend and listen to him now, and you're going to realize why he is struggling, why he, why, he, um, why he was living in a tent in a storage facility. And look at her face. Let's go ahead and play the video. Get a job and everything will be okay. Yes, that's what my mom and dad would say. Job, 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 job. We want to make a video on how we too smart for that. We too smart for that. Homeless and smart. We too smart for that shit. Job, man. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all getting me crazy. Y'all driving me crazy with that J-O-B stuff. You know my family hit me up and said, I'm a punk. I need to get a job. Man, fuck all that. Job, dog. Talking about a job. I'm not getting no job. I've had jobs in the past. And them jobs, I got fired at like 90% of those jobs. Oh. Not for me. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm self-made. So is she. We're not going to college. We're not doing none of that. Yo, we're not doing it. Unconventional. We're getting money our way. Self-made. What don't y'all get? We're not getting a job. I've had a job. 
And I got fired from my job to do this. I was working at a job, so y'all can get out of here with that. Y'all can talk about something, get a job. I had a job. I hate working at jobs, but I worked a job because that's what I had to do. Like the bullet to get ahead. All right, there you go right there. And, um, you know, let me let me just sum it up. This is what happens. This woman has low standards, obviously. She has low self-esteem. I mean, you without him, there's no her. Um, even the fact that, you know, she might be, she might believe she deserves better, but, you know, there's not many men that are just going to hang around her for that much and drag her around. But obviously, he has low standards for himself and his life as well. He's like, I'm not going to college. I'm not working a job. I'm unconventional. I'm an entrepreneur, a hustler. And as you can see, he's trying to find himself. Uh, this is a, this is, this is sad. And of course, this woman later on is probably going to figure it out. She's going to wake up and, What's going to happen is she's going to later on say, I need a good man or what happened? Where did all the men? All right. And so, and and as you see, I always tell you, uh, overweight women are for low quality men and he's a low quality male. I, I appreciate his ambition, but he's definitely not structuring his life together. And he's dragging this piece of dead weight all over the, the, the place with him because you know he's he's he has low expectations and low standards not only for his life his employment and himself and she don't have anything either but you know he is allowing her to get bigger and bigger and probably the biggest obstacle in his life is her but take a look at this i want to show you this here body language doesn't lie take a look at this she knows she knows she's with a low life yeah and uh, they're hustling by selling her fat punani, more than likely. She probably going to have a OnlyFans in due time if she doesn't already. And so this ninja is basically like, I, I got my holes in check. I got my holes in check, ass ninja. My girl pays me. I get paid. You know, this is some, yeah, pimp renegade. This is bad. <laughs> and, of course, ninjas, take a look at that look. Take a look at that look right there. I bet you her family's very proud of her right here in the, in the variety of ways, not just her mate selection or any of this. Take a look at this look. Body language don't lie, okay? And ninja meat is always going to be ninja meat. Ninja's going to be with fat women, and it don't matter if the woman's white or black because really the ninjas, low-quality ninjas, don't have a choice. You got to like fat women or you're going to be out here not like it, not getting no sex, okay? Because you're, most ninjas be uh, trying to be low-quality. All right, so you better like fat women because that's all you're going to get. With that J-O-B stuff. You know my family hit me up and said, I'm a punk. I need to get a job, man. Look at her face. Look at her face. Oh, oh man. God. God. Yep, shaking her head. See, the body language don't lie. She's trying to agree with him, but she's definitely blink twice if you blink twice if you need help. God, dog. Talking about a job. Yeah, we're not doing all that. We're not doing oh, man. This is a, this is a whole L, bro. This is a fat ass L. It's a fat ass L. It's crazy. But anyway, shout out to uh, Glocktavius there. And let me see. Oh, oh, I guess I have some more straggling sniggle. Do wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Yes, I do have one more video on straggling sniggle theater. Uh, check ID. Um, no matter what age you are in, gentlemen, this guy, I think in this skit, is probably going to catch a case here, so you must check ID, although you can probably look at the woman, and that should be ID enough. Here we go. Okay. Well, since you're being honest, I'm actually 16. Are you serious? Yeah. You're 16? 
Get the fuck out. Are you 16? Way no way, boy. Get the fuck out. I mean, you're 16 years old. Mm -hmm. Get out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, since you're being honest, I'm actually 16. Get the fuck out. Are you serious? Yeah. You're 16? Get the fuck out. Are you 16? Way no way, boy. Get the fuck out. I mean, you're 16 years old. Mm -hmm. Get out. Yeah. Ninja, don't get out here. Get your little case out here, man. Uh, because these 16 year olds, they got hot pockets too, unfortunately, man. And they be out here, out here lethal with it. I don't care where you're at, dating apps, in person. Uh, they be trying to be out here grown, especially with young men, you know, that are slightly older, 19, 20, 22. They be out here, um, you know, not necessarily older men like myself. We don't have to really worry about this too, too much. I mean, it could happen, but young men that are like college age and these girls, they're out here. They got hot pockets. They thought pockets. They thought they're plotting out here. They trying to be rebellious. Many of them don't have fathers. Many of them don't have uh, mothers monitoring them. And they got devices. They know how to use them better than the adults. So you better be very conscious of who you out here messing with. By the way, her face card is giving 16. So sometimes if you are questioning it, you, you definitely want to draw some ID uh, before you proceed. And I know there's still a lot of states that do allow 16 and these age groups to be together, but you still want to be very, very careful with this because if you're not careful, you could get yourself a charge. And this woman certainly lied, all right, because as you can hear in the video, this could be a skit, but this could happen. So it's a teaching point. She says, okay, if we're going to be completely honest, I better tell you my situation as well. So she lied to him prior to that. Now, there has been cases recently turned around where women have been punished and men have been exonerated for women lying about this. So a guy could say, hey, she presented herself as this age and she didn't tell me the truth. Now, that's relatively new and that's not worldwide. I mean, that you're not going to don't expect to get away with something like that. You must draw some ID and be the person that prevent this because not all courts will do that. And that's. This is for young men, all right? Not old men like myself, all right? But this is for young men. If you're in that 19, 20, 21, 22, young women do target men in that age, all right? And they have been all the, since, since forever. All right? I mean, even Nia Long has admitted to this. I mean, we all were in high school where we saw the juniors and senior girls getting picked up by ninjas that were, you know, driving cars, 19, 20, 21. This is not new. All right, but I, this is, I feel the need to instruct you as I would instruct my own son and daughter in this thing here. If my son was 19, 20, 21, I would be telling him the same thing. Uh, there's going to be girls that look kind of like your age, but you better check ID. You better check ID. Don't, don't get Josh Giddy out here. All right, Josh Giddy. You get Josh Giddy out here, your ass can get got. So for the people saying it's a skit, yeah, I know. But we can still teach from the teaching point because Josh Giddy got the same business and he got away with it. All right, what happened? He got away with it. R. Kelly did not. You can get got. So if Josh Kitty can get got, you can certainly get got too. All right, that is Straggle in Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? And Josh Giddy's in that age range of um what we talked about, 19 to 23. Josh Giddy's in that age group. So watch out for this. This is not a game. You don't want your ass in the slammer uh, trying to plead to the judge. Tell it to the judge.
Draw some ID. Indeed. Josh Giggity Giddy, he said, I didn't know she was underage. Yeah, 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 Ninja. Yeah, tell it to the judge. He had to pay that girl off for sure. Uh, what do we got here? Ladies love Cool C. Shout out to you. Gary Jr. says, Nasty Ninjas on deck. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. MC Hamster, the last 100 years is nothing like the last 3,000 years. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely accelerated our evolution, if you will. Shout out to TiVo. Says, this is the community mindset personified. Which one? Them ratchet 50-year-old women? <laughs> or, or that dirty Johnson Rodney-ass ninja? All right, we have to understand that there's a difference between black people and ninjas. All right, we definitely do not group y'all in the same category. Uh, we are not the same as ninjas. All right, shout out to our brother Thomas C-Word. Says, keep up the good work, coach, so I can focus on my career indeed. So I could focus on my career. <laughs> All right, indeed, indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed, I wrote graffiti. All right, let me see here. What do we got here? We got a brother here, here, here. We're going to give him here, here, here. Uh, shout out to Gabriel says, good morning, coach. Finally, last time you speak, Finally, last time you speak about Hispanic families, we are not as united as people believe. You can always expect the knife in your back. He says, is there any free agent shirts left? There's not. But yeah, we do look at, I believe, um, I believe a lot of people, I, I can't remember who it was recently that said they wish they were Latino. That was Tyrese. That was Tyrese. Uh, a lot of times we think other people in other cultures are better like oh asians have this and and hispanics have that and black people have this and white people have that like we do always look at another culture and say they have it together but we're not in that culture all right there are some trade-offs i always tell you even when i tell you dating other women that's why i don't put black women down per se like a lot of people will just put black women down now i'll tell you the truth about them because they're easy targets but white women have their issues too Asian women's, Asian family, they, they, everybody has their issues. There's pros and cons and trade-offs to all. I don't uplift one to belittle the other. However, with that being said, when I'm choosing a bed partner for the week or the day, I'm definitely be going 31 flavors. Ninja, job. <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, but Tyrese was talking about this culture, mostly Hispanics. They have it all figured out. Uh, the, one of the things about Latino culture that is a con to me, a big con. And this is a huge con, which is against my, my uh, not assertive nature, but my ambitious nature. Although they are family oriented and they will make great sacrifices and they will do a lot of things, they tend to land in the same spot no matter what. Now, will they move into a neighborhood and buy up eight houses and live with 50 people in it? Yeah, they'll do it. But the neighborhood doesn't really turn into a great economic neighborhood. It turns into Santa Ana. <laughs> right? So, yeah, they will move ninjas off the block because ninjas typically don't do shit like that. But they typically don't, like, elevate financially. They just continue to just swim in the same position, which, you know, if you just be like, no, nah, I'm going to do it my way. Ninja, you're going to be ostracized. You better make it being successful. So, you know, you're going to basically ostracize the entire family by going out away from the family. They don't go for that shit. They don't go for that shit. So, you know, you can't just be like, nah, man, I ain't being out here eating the same two burritos every day. I'm not going to live in a house with 20 people. 
I'm not going to share cars. I'm not going to live in a house with eight cars in the driveway. Like, if you don't want to do that, you out. (laughs) Right? But then 20, 30 years later, they still be there. They still be there. The next generation be doing the exact same thing. So to me, I don't think that's productive. People think that's productive. They're like, hey, they're doing it the right way. And they buy up the neighborhood. But the neighborhood will be like Buena Park or some shit like that. You're like, they ain't moving up. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I'm not going to sacrifice for us to not move up and be living better now. Coochie sweater now. I sacrifice for what? For me to be the next ninja now i had kids and family now all of my cousins and my tios and tias and primos and primas and all of them people living up in my house like what hell no Mm. (laughs) no hell to the no no i ain't about to be out here doing this shit year in year out every 20 30 years so yep half the cars barely start ninja old ass lincoln continental and shit in the drop no but there is, there's always there's always people looking as if other people have it better, and these people have it figured out. Uh, there's pros and cons and trade-offs to everything. In everything, everything. <laughs> he said roaches and bag bugs, and they don't never run the air conditioning in their houses. Do y'all believe? Do y'all believe in air conditioning? They be in there firing up, making tortillas from scratch. Boiling ground beef just in there, just ground beef or frying titties everywhere. Just to, every time they moving, titties just to going every which way. Box booties walking around, women over here, here, shuffling thighs, rubbing together. Kids running around in white t-shirts, dirty. I'm sitting in there sweating like, bruh, can you open a window in this motherfucker? Can you kick the air conditioning up? Hold on for a second. Where the thermostat at? We need the air down to like 60 degrees. They got ceiling fans just to spin and getting sick. Dust all on the ceiling fans. Them ceiling fans ain't helping, baby. All these people, overweight people in one house and ain't one air conditioning running. What the hell? Hell no, nah. man, Ninja, I'll pay you. What's the daily rate for air conditioning in this house? Y'all sitting on the couch sweating and shit. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Kick that air conditioning up. Anyway, orderly vato. Where we at here? Shout out to, man, did I get this? I guess I got them. <laughs> Shout out to Half Space World Travel says she loves weight. It's over. She's leaving him. I think she meant, I, I messed it up. She loses weight. She's leaving him, and that's a fact. But I, I just don't think she's going to lose weight. This woman's going to be forever big, but you're right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, she loses weight. She's going to leave him. <laughs> he said, breast thick, and they farting. Bruh, get, kick the air conditioning on. I'll pay the daily rate. I'll pay your weekly rate for me to be not sitting here sweating. This is a ridiculous ninja. They boiling shit. The, the windows got fog on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. We not teaming up together so I can have two crunchy tacos tonight. No, hell nope. Not I. Yeah, they be pinching pennies out here. What are we doing here? Brown through and those says shout out to all the 304s. That gave me a turn. We appreciate them. We appreciate them. 
Shout out to Gary Jr. says. It's barbecue in there. Gary Jr. and C3 Augusta says the song 17 by music talks about this. I think I remember that song. There's a song by KRS-One called 13 and, and 13 and Good. Uh, but yeah, um, it's a thing. And uh, it's funny that people don't talk about it. People are scared to talk about it, but it's something that people need to worry about. All right, let's get back to the show. How many people watching the show? All right, we got 1,500 on the Notorious. Nope. We got 1,500 plus on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We got 700 on the Notorious CGA channel. Thank you for Thank you for watching. New, 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 new 2,000 again. Uh, hit the like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes. We're going to get on to the next subject matter, which is women and flirting. Women and flirting. This is going to be uh, something for the men that are not in monk mode. How women view flirting. This is a thing I call the flirt game. A lot of guys think running game is a, ver- a, ver- a variety or a variation of flirting and the art of seduction. Shout out to our old school dating coaches and players. Y'all be like, it ain't player to do this, and it ain't player to do this. Ninjas be like forever trying to be player. And to me, it's a sign of immaturity, Ninja. We not in junior high school and high school no more. But we do have fun. But um, anyway, the flirting game goes like this, ladies and gentlemen. The art of subject, seduction and flirting. Women value flirting, not how men value flirting. Men flirt for a purpose that normally leads to a result that normally leads to his Johnson getting wet. There's very few men that enjoy the art of subduction and flirting and they don't get nothing but blue balls, right? So if the result is going to be nothing, a man will think flirting was a waste or it was a waste of time. Like for instance, uh, back in the day we went to the club And before it really got messy, you could actually start flirting with a woman. And then she might even participate in the flirting and make you think that there's a possibility of sex. Shout out to Alan Roger Curry. Rest in peace. The possibility of sex. That's what she's leading you into. However, women, on the other hand, they're trying to get something out of you. And if they have sex with you, they might consider it a loss. Because they know what comes with that. An easy uh, easy talk communication then if she gives sex up earlier the flirting is going to end more than likely that's going to be it because they're well aware of pulse nut clarity so if they see some value in you they might not sleep with you if they see no value in you they might sleep with you which is weird but that's how flirting goes so the flirting go game goes i need to get something of value out of you i need to at least get you to uh, uh, get, get the engine, the motor running and get that oil running, that lubrication but she can always pull back and say, boy, that was fun we had a little bit connection, we had a sexual innuendo, double entendres, you made my punani wet, however, that's it, I got a couple of drinks I got a couple of, I got my motor running that's good she could be, most of the time when you're flirting, using you For instance, you approach, cold approach. Why I think it's not valuable because most men are failing to admit that even if she doesn't reject you, she might be using you to flirt. And the flirting might think you're getting somewhere, but really you're getting nowhere. You're getting nowhere. She's getting something from you, but if she gives up sex, 
For you, it's a loss. And sometimes it could be a waste of time. So you're thinking I'm doing something. She's responding to me. But really, she has no intention of giving you anything, which is the worst. I think that's very worse. I'd rather be rejected up front than to deal with this continual men think I'm going to eventually get her. You're probably not going to get her at all. Let me let me start with this woman. So you got to recognize a woman who is flirting for the purpose of obtaining either attention, drinks, alcohol, uh, whatever it is to get herself wet for the man she's eventually going to lay with. Some women do that. Some women do that. Some women use men for the attention. Yeah. Some, some women like to waste a man's time. Now, you might say, hey, listen, I was flirting with you. You could have rejected me so I can go to the next woman. But you think you have something, so you keep putting in that work. And then she pulls back 30 minutes later, hundred uh, 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 the, the, later at the end of the night. And then you're like, damn, H- have you ever done this? Have you ever done this? Have you ever went to, you know, for, for my younger guys, you were with a group of women. You picked a woman. You targeted a woman in that group. And you said, wow. And then you got a flirt game going with her. You got some seduction. And men will say, you're learning. I'm telling you, this is not how you learn. You pick that woman. Out of all the women you picked, you think this is the one you're going to uh, get laid on. This is the one you're going to have success with. Meanwhile, there's a woman over here that would have been a better pick, but you missed. You picked this woman. And at the end of all the flirting, at the end of the night, this woman gave you blue balls. This woman pulled back. This woman says, I'm not that type of girl. And you fucking was like, damn. Meanwhile, your homeboy didn't do any flirting. And he got the, he got the, he got the one that dropped her neck. He got the one that got banged out. Has that all that happened to a lot of us? We're like, oh shit. I picked the wrong one out of the group. And she was just engaging in the flirt game. She had no intentions of getting anything, but you thought you were making headway. And she pulls back. How many people have done that? Well, the reality is men flirt to get sex. That's what we're doing. We're not flirting for fun. I don't want to hear shit about, no, man, I just flirt for fun. Hell no. Men generally, really specifically, flirt to get the end product. Maybe not today, but certainly in a relatively short amount of time. That's why he starts engaging. Now, here we go right here. We have a young woman here, a nice piece of, a nice piece of calico. Uh, here she is right here. She's going to talk about why she flirts. <laughs> why she flirts. Here we go right here. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Hold up. Boyfriend. You want free drink? Yeah, and free things. You got a boyfriend, but you're out here just trying to use other men and make them think you like them, get free drinks and go home. Do you know how fun flirting is when you have no intentions of doing anything? No, I don't. It's really fun. My boyfriend knows. Like, listen, no, no, okay, it's not like that. So this is the future. I just want free drinks. I have a boyfriend. You want free drinks? Yeah, and free things. You got a boyfriend, but you're out here just trying to use other men and make them think you like them, get free drinks and go home? Do you know how fun flirting is when you have no intentions of doing anything? No, I don't. It's really fun. My boyfriend knows. Like, listen, no, no, it's not like that. Um, damn. This is the future. I'm trying. I'm trying to pause it on her, man. Boy, oh boy, man, that that is nice. All right, this is nice. All right, so um, do you hear what she's saying? He said, "Body is a ten. Yeah, that body is just unbelievable, right there. That that's great. All right, I like it. I like it like that. That's why I like it right there." All right, so she she foldable material right there. Faces a little bit, uh, not not compared to the body. But I want you to listen. Do you hear this? Now, people will say, um, 
this is evil or all of that. I, I'm just telling you, you need to understand the point. And I said earlier that women will flirt to get her engine running, to get that oil going through, right? Women need to get warmed up or you're going to be banging on dry punani. But when she's done flirting with you, she's going to go home to her boyfriend to get banged out. <laughs> she go and you did all that flirting to have another man get rewarded. Now, guys don't understand this, and you will keep telling me game works, but I'm like, yeah, it works very small, but a lot of times you helping somebody else. People will deny this. You're helping by flirting and giving attention and doing this, and you're helping another man that's already in her life. And so they come out here. I got a boyfriend. No, they lying. Coach, you need to handle that objection. I say don't go forward if they want to play that game because now she's going to try to entice you a lot more and say, let me get something from this. Not to sleep with you. So you got to know when you're getting played out. You're getting played. You young dudes are trying to always convince an old man like me, I already forgot more than you know. It is an actual fact that they are doing this, and they've been doing this since the beginning of time. <laughs> okay. They're doing this since the beginning of time. All right. Uh, shout out to the angry men. We got a lot of angry men here. All right. They just always think I'm making excuses. You got you to gotta understand. You got to understand how I'm trying to teach you. They're not flirting to have sex with you. The majority of the time. Not even your wife will, your wife will pull this on you. Your wife will do this to you. Well, if you do chores, I'll have a wet pussy. No. She's lying. She's lying, guys. She's not. Maybe the first time, but she's not. Oh, if you rub my feet, if you give me a massage. But they never, they are always going to hang the possibility of it. They hang the possibility of it. They never say, I'm going to give you sex if. If you continue, I'm going to reward you. They just put the possibility up. They put the possibility up, and then you continue. You have to understand what they're trying to do. And they have no intentions the majority of the time. Even if they reciprocate and give you the communication, these angry-ass niggas on here, y'all hurt and bitter, I'm tired of y'all, that you have to understand that that's what they're doing. That's who they are. You, you refuse to accept who they are. You guys refuse to accept who they are. Then you think I'm making excuses for you. They are who they are. You guys understand, they are who they are. Once you accept it, you can act accordingly, all right? People think this is evil, but look, they're telling you. If you, get the, if you get it, you'll know it. You can't change them or control them. They are who they are, and they've been that way since the beginning. Remember, Coochie Games. Who does Coochie Games work on? It doesn't work on a man who has options, People out here cannot accept this shit. And I'm telling you, this is the reason you have problems in relationships and women. Because their game is to manipulate. Their game is to get something in the end. <laughs> right? There is what it is. It's their nature. Let's continue. You want free drinks? I have a boyfriend. You want free drinks? Yeah, and free things. You got a boyfriend, but you're out here just... She said, I want free drinks and free things. When, when, have you ever asked this question? When the woman comes out dressed to the nightclub, a lot of young men ask this question. Why are you out here then if you don't want to hook up with men? Why are you out here if you're not looking for men? Here's the answer. 
I'm telling you the answer. She just told you the answer. Why am I out here? I'm getting free attention, free flirting, free drinks, free things. And you wonder why they what? Dancing on each other and they doing this and you're like, well, you obviously are here for the same reason I am. And the answer is no. They're not out here to get banged out. They're not out here to find a mate. <laughs> Brothers, when you accept this, you're going to be able to grow. When it's, if this makes you angry, you're gonna fucking, you're gonna be out here crashing out, brothers. Trying to use other men and make them think you like them, get free drinks and go home. Do you know how fun flirting is when you have no intentions of doing anything? No, I don't. It's really fun. It's really fun. Do you, I'm gonna say it again. Do you know how, do you know what this is right here? Do you know what it is to flirt with no intentions of doing anything? I want you to listen to that. <laughs> listen to that. That is the crux of the issue here. This is why I tell you what flirting is, seduction is. Most times women are being seductive. They intend to give you nothing. Nothing. This is why I, this is why I come down hard on the cold approach. So I come down hard on a cold approach because more than likely this is what you're getting frustrated. But you think you're making headway. I'm learning how to talk to the woman. No, you're not. You're learning how to accept manipulation. <laughs> Just like, they ain't trying to do nothing. Now, every now and then, the 3% success rate, you might convert a, a woman that has already been warmed up by another person. It, it's not even the dot. She said it's fun to flirt with no intentions of doing anything. What is the flirt game? If a woman flirts with you and gives up sex, she lost and you won. Because now you got what you want for very little work and now you banged her. She might have been able to get some pleasure too, but she knows you're not coming back. She knows the flirting is over. It's relatively over. She might as well get dressed right now. You have no intentions. So there it is. There it is. Do you know how fun it is to flirt with the intentions of doing nothing? It's really fun. This is women in a nutshell. Yep, the ones that go out to the club, the ones that dress scantily clad, the ones that, you know, you text all night, the women that you be in their DMs, the woman that responds to your comments. She has no intentions of giving you anything. The majority, like 99% of the time, none. That's why I don't waste your time, guys. Now, you might say, you might say for the most part, well, what do you do? Well, this is where the dating coach gets it right. It's when they tell you to spin plates and have an abundance mindset. That's where they get it right. Because to me, the flirting should be very small in a small window of time, get her enough, and then move on. Meaning that you don't have to close tonight. The desperate men, the men who don't have abundance, the men who don't have options, you got to get her tonight. The man that has abundance, he knows he doesn't have to get her tonight. So he's not going to waste 30 minutes flirting with her. He's not going to be enticed and think there's something at the end. He's going to put in his work and move on. Get it done quickly. Three minutes, five minutes, get in and out. I don't need to close it tonight. I'm going to close you at another time. So that's where the dating coach gets it right. <laughs> but if you don't know, man, you can't be out here making mistakes. You're going to waste your time. She has no intentions. So this is how women, this is how women enjoy 
uh, uh, use men, manipulate men with the possibilities of sex. And you want to close the night when you're desperate and you need it. And you're like, I got nothing else lined up. She knows that. If you ever tell a woman, the why I tell guys, and again, my channels for all men. So shout out to Monk Mo, MGTOW. We, we talk about all men. If a woman, if you invite a woman out, but you don't give her a specific date and you say your entire calendar's open, pick, you just lost. Okay? You lost. Why? Because you just put her in top priority of she can select any time or day, and you know she's going to fuck you over. Maybe Wednesday. On Wednesday, she's going to cancel, knowing you ain't got nothing going on. All right, maybe I can't come tonight. How about tomorrow? You just fucked yourself. Because she knows you got nothing going on. You don't have abundance. You ain't spending no plates. You ain't got her on the rotation. You ain't got her on no options. You ain't trying to hide your wife. Ninja, she just she's messing you up. It's a fat-ass L. And that's what you do when you're trying to close same day. She's like, he ain't got nothing else going on. So I can just string his ass along, get what I want, and then bounce on his ass. <laughs> that's why the dating coach gets it right. They're not always wrong. Abundance mindset. And you don't even have to have other women. You just have to have other things to do. So I'm available Wednesday or Saturday. Pick one. How about Thursday? I ain't available Thursday. What about Friday? I'm not available Friday. What about Sunday? I'm not available Sunday. Okay, you can't, I can't pick any one of those. Okay, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. Never put them in priority or a charge of your time. Again, protect your money, energy, attention, and time. You put her in priority of your time, you're fucked. <laughs> right? And then you're going to be angry yelling at me when you should be out here learning how to deal with them or not deal with them at all. Pretty simple. Don't be mad at me out here. You mad at me, you mad at the wrong person. All right, let me show you this real quick. <laughs> all right, here we go right here. Always give them, and that can go with anything. You're meeting with a client. I have Wednesday and or Friday at 1 p.m. Which one are you, which one are you available? You make them move their schedule to meet you. Because you're in abundance. They're in need, not you. I don't need your business. I could use your business. I'm available on these two days. This is when the appointment is going to be. And I have to leave at three. This is all I have available to you. You're showing that you have abundance. You're not desperate. But a lot of guys are moving desperate out here. And cold approach is a desperate strategy. I keep telling y'all. It's a desperate strategy. It, it, is, it is showing that you don't have anything going on. Because if you have time to do that, you ain't got shit going on in your life. Letting you know. Here we go right here. Here we go right here. Let's go to this woman right here. Flirting. How women view flirting. Remember, and this woman here uh, has a tweet. I don't know if this is the woman. But here's a woman here. Dear men, leave the gray in your beard alone. Signed, grown women. Now, this woman's going to... Back up this particular tweet. And this is something that a lot of guys don't realize that a lot of women do have a complex, which people will call daddy issues, but it's just a woman knows what a mature man is. And you might think old men are losing. You're bald. You're great. But you will be absolutely shocked at the amount of women that have a thing and they have their peace leave purring for men with gray beards. 
all right, men that are older. Now, they know you ain't going to clap their cheeks out with stamina, but let's listen to her respond to this tweet here. Here we go. Dear men, leave the gray in your beard alone. I don't know who keeps telling y'all to cover it up, but we like a little salt and pepper. Grown women, grown women like the salt and pepper. Okay, keep it. Keep it. Let it be seasoned up. We like it. We like it seasoned. Okay, we like we like it. We we like it. Don't touch it. Okay, don't touch it don't color it don't hide it don't let us let us touch the beard okay let us massage the beard let us let us play with the beard you know what i'm saying let us enjoy it all right it's wonderful it's it's like it's like silk pjs just want to just just you know be all right there all right we like it the grown women if somebody is telling you oh you need to they're probably too young for you you know what i'm saying i just keep it keep it we like we like it we like it all right she's starving yeah that brother's starving all right but as a man that has grown a great a lot of people will think they're lying oh boy uh let me just tell you it's not a lie just letting you know of i'm talking about of all ages older women younger women middle-aged women they have a an attraction for it. you're not going to hear this as the top thing that they list because they typically are going to list things and qualities that are not going to work for you he needs to be muscular and ripped. And then she gets in and then she doesn't know. But it is not a lie. But she's out here sexually harassing me. But women sexually harass me out here, especially the beard, because you don't find that many men that are comfortable with doing something like this. I was I grew my gray very early and my beard started to gray. Now, um, funny story. I bumped into Norm Nixon the other day, picking my son up in the airport. Norm Nixon was walking down the street. And um, he's walking down the street with a lady just quickly. He had a great beard. I just want to tell the story. Has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But anyway, Norm Nixon's walking down the street and I drive by him in the Porsche and I was like, oh, that's Norm Nixon. All right. And I like do like a little basketball shot like out the window. And he like he weighs me back. He tells me to come back. So I double back. And uh, I was like, what's up? Legendary Norm Nixon. If you young people don't know, he played for the Lakers and the Clippers back in the day. So I was like, what's up, Norm? And he was like, hey, man, can we get a ride? I was like, you want a ride? I was like, I can't give you a ride. I have a two-seater here. And he was like, oh, uh, Debbie will get in, and it's Debbie Allen, <laughs> right? I was like, holy shit. And then they're going to the airport where I'm picking up my son. It's kind of where uh, there's private jets. So they're walking, but they, they're walking back to get food. And uh, Debbie Allen jumps in my freaking car, <laughs> right? That, so I give Debbie Allen a ride, all right, to the freaking place where they pick up the, uh, their jet. I was like, shit is weird. This is why I stay in the house. <laughs> right? Anyway, it's crazy, bro. So for the young people who don't know, um, you might not know any of these people. But uh, anyway, Norm Nixon has a gray beard. We both have gray beard. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, people think I'm lying. I'll show you. <laughs> All right. Uh, people that know, I'll show you. Uh, for the young people, you don't know, man. Shit is wild. So uh, let me see here. That happened the other day. So uh, there, there I am with Norm Nixon right there. And um, he has a gray beard as well. And there's me <laughs> with Debbie Allen right there in the car. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, fame Debbie Allen. Just completely uh, just out of the blue. Shit like that happens to me for, I don't know. Shit like that happens to me. So I didn't realize the woman he was with was Debbie Allen, but because she was completely dressed in disguise anyway. Um, anyway, the point of it is, is 
people think that women just like young men who like have big stamina and like to fornicate and fuck, but you will realize that women like to flirt with men, especially older, mature men, because um, older, mature men, older, mature men aren't as desperate as young men are because young men have to close. And a guy asked the question, how do you know the difference between genuine interest and uh, when uh, genuine interest in when a woman's flirting? Here's what I'm going to tell you again. I'm going to tell you again. When a woman is interested, she's going to step up. That's, that's the bottom line. If she finds that she can get something from you because you're thirsty, she's going to use you. That's why I always say don't engage way too much. <laughs> don't engage way too much. Just simply just, um, just get in and get out. You want to force her to be like, I need to step up to him. Now, will all women step up? They won't. They'll simply be like, he needs to chase me. Her loss. But if a woman's genuinely interested, she will find you or she will contact you away from the setting. This is why you can't be desperate and try to close her there and take her home from there. Again, you got to have other things going on in your life. And that's the reality of it. If they're genuinely interested, they're going to continue down the line. And then you'll get them. You'll get them down the line. Like, I don't have to get the woman right there. That's the that's because I got something else going on. I always say if a woman says, hey, can I meet you tonight? And it's already tonight. I almost always say no. Just on principle. Why? I don't want her to have access to me just like that. I don't care if I knew the woman for 10 years or from yesterday. So if she calls me and it's 7.30, hey, can I see you tonight? I'm going to wait to respond to her at fucking 9.30 before I go to bed. And I'm going to say, hey, not tonight. I have shit going on. I want her to believe that I just finished piping down another woman. That's, that's how you do it. But if you say, hey, yeah, come over. You had nothing going on other than her? No way. No way. Now, when you're young, you got to do what you got to do. But as you age, you got to realize you're communicating a lot to a woman when you say, hey, I got nothing else going on but you. And if she's really on you, she'll say, okay, listen, uh, not tonight. How about Thursday? Put her ass way the fuck out there. And if she shows up on Thursday, hey, it's Thursday. Are we still together? Yep. She's interested. <laughs> that's, that's the bottom line. If she doesn't and, she, and you lost her, and you text her and say, hey, it's Thursday, you, we still getting together, and you don't hear back from her, you lost her. Let her go. Let her go. But she shouldn't be that important to you at, at, at that moment. She shouldn't be that important to you. You just say, hey. And by the way, if she didn't respond to you by Thursday, you never had her anyway. 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 But you got to work up to that. But guys, uh, yeah, these, th these are the things that makes men angry, and I'm really trying to make you not angry with women. Because it's wasted energy. You should be angry that you still broke. You should be angry that you still live with your mammy. You should be angry that, 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 that you ain't got the life that you wanted. That's what you should be angry about. Women should not make you angry. Again, the biggest, the biggest position to have with women is indifference. Indifference. You should be indifferent about them. You should not let them bother you as much. Unless they're a family member. Whatever they do, whatever they don't do. Ninja, it should be like, K sera, sera. you should say, it is what it is, and I don't give a fuck, and I'm going to forget about you tomorrow. 
indifference is the is the dominant strategy for men. It's the dominant strategy, complete indifference. If you lose, and once you do that, you know what's going to happen. For some reason, despite what they you've been told, they actually like that. <laughs> they they actually respond better to it. Eventually. They'll figure out, wow, this guy is somewhat different than the rest of these other angry ass uh, men and thirsty. This guy's different. I found that if I don't care about what they do in their lives, like I don't track them down, what you doing and where you at? And I have this situation where, hey, when you're with yourself, as long as you're not with me, I don't care what you do. You might think they're going to fuck a whole bunch of guys and they might, they might not. They might be like, damn, this guy's not sweating me. This guy ain't asking me where I'm at and giving me details. And he ain't saying I'm this and what am I doing? And I bet you doing that. Eventually, for some reason, you're going to have a female problem. And the female problem you're going to have is that women are going to say, damn, he's different than the other guys. And then they're going to keep you involved. I don't know what it is. But it's actually, if you want to get rid of a woman, Presser. If you want to get rid of a woman, be on top of her and, and, and telling her what she can't do. If you want to get rid of her and dry her peace leave up, be, check on her every hour. <laughs> you know why? Because that's what every other these ninjas out here are doing. That's what all of y'all doing. Y'all all kind of being insecure and trying to control them. They hate that shit. Woman tells you, I'm going out Friday. Have fun because I'm going out Friday too. <laughs> all right. I'm just not going with you. And then when she come back, hey, I went out. I had a good time yesterday. I did too. <laughs> she gonna be like, oh, really? Yep. I'm going to tell you one phrase they'll tell you. That you know that they're watching you more than you're watching, the, watching them. They'll say, uh, don't do anything stupid. Don't make good decisions because they know you're going to be out here. <laughs> right here. Yep. So, guys, I'm telling you, it's kind of what the, the indifference is a major, major thing. Guys, that's always texting and always in their ear. You want the woman looking at their phone like, damn, he really ain't texting me. Damn, he really ain't texting me tonight. Did not. I was waiting for your text. <laughs> Just trying to tell you, man, protect yourself out here. I'm trying to protect y'all ninja's hearts. I'm trying to protect y'all ninja's hearts out here for real. And don't get mad at me, bro. Don't get mad at me. If you if you're on my show getting mad at me, Ninja, you need to go get you need to go run a lap, jump in the pool, take a shower. Anyway. Shout out to Jake. Cool. We're almost at the Daily Wire versus the Red Pill coming up. <laughs> All right. Uh Jay Cool says, how come women at the gym don't seem attracted to men with gray beards or are they discreet that I don't notice it? Yeah, I mean, again, women are like cats. They're like cats. You might think they're all looking for like Chad with the hat to the back or Tyrone with the big muscles. You're not going to openly see women especially younger age or even middle age with men that are older, you do see it if you're in the right place, like an upper scale community or upper scale restaurants. You'll see it. If you're at the fucking gym, the Planet Fitness, you're not going to see it. 
This is why I tell y'all ninjas, man, leveraging options. Level up your life. Go to a Mercedes-Benz dealership and just sit there, and you're going to see it. <laughs> if you're at the Ford dealership, you're not going to see it. If you're at Carl's Jr. in Denny's, you're not going to see it. If you're at Mastro's and Javier's, you're going to see it. You're at Planet Fitness, you're not going to see it. You're at Equinox, you're going to see it. It's, it's just the way it goes. And you're not going to see a parade of them parading this type of thing around. Now, you will see this in other countries where the economics is not that great, where women just jump. So go to the Philippines, go to Thailand, go to anywhere, Brazil, Colombia, go, go to places like that, you're going to see a higher level of younger women with older men. You, that's You'll see it because they don't have that. Restriction here in America, women do have that option. <laughs> but it's out here, it's there. Ninjas at Church's Chicken saying, Coach, I don't see it. Well, look at the men with gray beards at church, Church's Chicken. They, they're winos. You're probably not going to see that. <laughs> but go to a yacht club. Go to a country club. You're probably going to see it. Go to a lounge instead of a nightclub. You're at the nightclub. I don't see it, coach. Go to a lounge. Go to a lounge where they got the little, you know what I mean? They got the little, they playing uh, Anthony Hamilton and shit. They got drinks, not big ass, not gray goose passing around. Everybody cool and casual. People grown, doing grown people shit. Just relaxing. Nobody grinding on the floor. Go to a cigar lounge. You'll see it. It'll be right there in your freaking face. <laughs> 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 but that's that's the things I have to tell people. It's like, look, depending on where you are, is where you're gonna see it. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh man. Shout out to uh Elvin says, What's up, coach? Ninjas have to stop being mad at the truth. For real. These ninjas will never be free until they take their egos from out of the hands of women. Whether you're handsome, ugly, broke, or rich, if a woman can get what she wants from you without giving it up, she will. Thanks, coach. Yep. I saw a couple guys when I was talking about it. Oh, man, you making excuses. Oh, man, you trying to give these women out. Brothers, if you're like that, I swear to God, you haven't reached the after pill. If you're that mad at me, how am I making excuses when I'm telling you who they are? <laughs> All right, come on, man. It, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Women are in the, the, the business of usury. And that's how it's always been. They're not in the business of liking or loving you. They're in the business of making you believe they like or love you in order to get what they want. That's every single woman. There's not one different. <laughs> if you think that's making excuses for them, I don't know what to tell you. You're looking for the one that is not like that. They're all like that. <laughs> and I accept it. Even the ones that know I know that try to make try to try they try to do with their thing. They try to do their thing where they're like because they have no other play. So they are like, "Well, I know you know, but I'm going to still try to make you believe that I really like you." And they can't do nothing else and they're stuck. They're either going to abandon ship or stick around. 
they got no other play than I like you. They don't got no other play. For instance, what could they use and say to you to stop getting something from you? You're giving them attention, many, meat, money, energy, attention, and time. You're giving it to them. And if she said, I really don't like you, but I still want your money, energy, attention, and time. What else could she do? I'll wait. <laughs> what else can she do? She got no other move. Just, she is checked and inmate. She is literally without a timeout and the clock running. She's in hack-a-shack. She in Hail Mary. There's nothing else she's going to do. So she has to say, I like you. Thus, you have to see if she really likes you. And she likes you when you're not giving her something. So that's how you test it. Okay, do you really like me? Yes. I'm going to stop giving you stuff. Money, energy, attention, and time. I'm going to give you nothing. See how long she stick around. See how long she stick around. She gone. They have no other play <laughs> other than to sue you. Yeah, like, right? Now she's going to have to Cassie your ass. It's what it is. We accept it. If you don't accept it, you're trying to get them to fall in love. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> they got nothing else to work with. Yep. It's Listen, we're in love. They're in business. They love, we love them unconditionally. They love us based on conditions. Fight it all you want, guys. But this is why you're, this is why you're mad. I, I think you guys need to be indifferent with women and don't be surprised by them. <laughs> Shout out to, <laughs> I'm making women mad here. This is not true. This is not true. Okay. If this is not true, gentlemen today, the woman that loves you right now, she claims to love you. I want you to do this. Whatever it is you're doing that she depends on you doing faithfully, stop doing it right now. Don't take out the trash. Just stop taking out the trash. She thinks you're going to take out the trash. She says, can you take out the trash? Stop doing it. Do it two, three, four days in a row. Whatever it is, stop putting in your half of the mortgage. Stop paying the mortgage. Stop paying the rent. Stop taking her out. Stop listening to her. Talk when she blabber jaws, jabber jaws. She blabbing her mouth, bitch babble. Just stop doing it and see what the fuck happens. And in short order, she gone. <laughs> Here's another one that I keep telling you. There's women that are communicating with you right now only because you keep initiating the communication. There's women that are communicating with you right now solely because you keep initiating the communication. Now watch this. Stop communicating with her. And in short order, you're going to figure out your phone going to be absent messages from her. 
You're going to find out four days going to go by and she ain't even message you. She ain't even message you. But you mother suckers think you got her on the hook. The only reason she was messaging you is because you keep messaging her. <laughs> That's the only reason. She like, all right, I ain't got nothing else to do. Hi. Good morning. How you doing? Stop messaging her. And see if she, you got just a 99% chance you'll never hear from her again. You stop, she stops. It's, that's how it works. If you're mad at this, keep taking the after pill. This is not the red pill. If you're mad at this, keep taking the after pill. Because I'm hitting you with the truth. <laughs> right? So again, they're trying to get something from you. And you're trying to get something from her. That's how the relationships work. But you want it to be genuine. How do I know it's genuine and burning desire? And how do you know if I got she, I got her soul? And I, you don't. Stop doing stuff for her and it'll be a wrap. <laughs> so anyway, I want y'all to grow as men because you're hurting yourself if you're mad at me for telling you this truth. Anyway. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Anyway. I'm hurting feelings. And, I, and sadly enough, I'm hurting men's feelings more than, more than ever. A few of you. Shout out to our brother Kermit says, you the man. Can you put your locals and Patreon info up? He says, what happened to your Francisco clips? Yeah, I don't run those clips anymore. I had to retire them. All right, but CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. It is actually should be in the description box. All right, but I'll put it up here in place of the banner. Let's see if I can pull it up and find it. Thank you, brother. Oh, that's the wrong banner. All right, here we go right here. There we go. Uh, join me on Locals. It's fun. Shout out to Faith. Says, hey, coach, just wanted to get your opinion on this. It seems like some men say they want plain James, but they go after women that are more high maintenance appearing. And then when those women don't act right, they're mad and say women ain't ish. Okay, so that's the reverse of Chad, Pookie, Tyrone, Giga Chad. And plain Jane women are like, hey, what's going on here? All right, so I do see women making that commentary, and then when men get, you know, rejected, they feel bad. I mean, the women are like, hey, you keep going after the same type of woman. Uh, but particularly how men work is that we're just, we, have, we have hypergamy, but it's the other way. It's on attraction. And a lot of men are fooled early on, on, on that they'll be happy with a woman that looks a certain way. She has real hair, big titties, snatch waist, BBL, big booty, whatever it is, light skin, dark skin, white, um, these type of things. But what happens to men that do that is they overlook, just like, just like women who were at Pookie Chad and Ray Ray, men who do that because they haven't experienced these women so much, they chase after them once they think they got them, that woman's so manipulative that that guy does uh, let's her get away with murder. All right. And he makes so many up, up exceptions to what he would normally accept from a plain Jane because he's got her. So he starts doing above and beyond. He starts letting her, letting her treat him like shit in order to just keep her. That's why I always say for men, sow your oats, whatever type of woman that you want, get like 10 of them. Get it out your system so that you don't let her run all over you. So you then say, I can't get nobody better than you. So that's what they do. 
because men are hypergamous, but just on looks. That's our big thing. If we can get a better looking woman, we will. Then you let that woman just run all over you, step all over you, treat you like shit, and then you stay in there because she looks good. Ninja, you should have five women that look good, just the same. Even to the point where, Ninja, uh, uh, people don't want to hear this. Ninja, go to the JUCO, pick out the one you want, have fun with her so you can get that shit out your system. They got stanky pussies like all the other women. They got stanky booty holes and booty crumbs. They got dirty feet. and They got all the shit that all these other women got, bro. <laughs> so, yes, men do do that. However, the plain Janes do have to realize that you in concubine territory, just to let you know. You're in concubine territory and you forever will be. When we get to monogamy, the plain Jane must be able to offer something above and beyond what the average woman offers because many, if you're marginally attractive as, as a woman, you can't do what these uh, uh, nines and tens are out here doing. You can't do that. All right, you have to be above and beyond. This is when you play that strong and independent shit in plain Jane and you take it a little too far. All right, so if you're marginally attractive as a woman, you have to, number one, accept that you are and play your fucking role. All right, so... <laughs> All right, same thing as a man. Same thing, play your role. Know your damn role. Don't be out here leveraging stuff and telling me you a 10 and you deserve better. Nah. <laughs> All right. You in concubine territory, and that's where you're going to be, Ninja. Hey, look, you drew the ugly stick. You drew the short stick. You ugly or marginal. All right, anyway, that was uh, from Faith, who says she's a plain Jane. Shout out to the plain Janes. The plain Janes have to be exceptional. They have to be extraordinary. You can't just be a regular woman and be plain Jane. That's how you get through. Plain Janes be like, you have to chase me. I'm like, bro, that's not how this works. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, listen, man, the genetic lottery is a real deal. Genetic lottery is a real deal, man. Uh, I can't change it. This is evolution speaking to you. This is not CGA. This is evolution. All right, MC Hamster. Steven Russell says, Coach, is this just instinct or do these 304s know what they're doing? I know the answer, but these kids need to hear it. Okay, well, it's kind of a combination, but I, I want men to understand that if you're around women, you're going to find, like, if you're around women that you're not trying to mate with, this is going to be important. Like you had sisters growing up, older sisters, or you work with women uh, primarily, um, or you have a job, you, know, you have a job where you're around women. This is why we say get a red pill job. You're going to hear stuff that makes you go, wow. Because you're going to mix in with the, with the decor. You're going to mix in with the wallpaper. You're going to be a wallflower. You're going to be a fly on the wall. You're going to get a bird's eye view. What's a red pill job? Bouncer. Name all the red pill jobs, bouncers, um, uh, bartenders, men that work in hair salons, hotel clerks, personal trainers, massage therapists, men that work in the travel industry. Uh, the, there, there's a bunch of red pill jobs that where, where you're just going to be around women and you're going to hear a nurse, male nurses, doctors. You're going to hear some shit that's going to blow your mind because these are the things that you're not going to hear women say to you when they're trying to get something from you. So when a woman's not trying to get something from you and you're part of the group, 
you're going to hear a lot of shit. So you're going to hear them engaging in usury. You're going to see them winking at each other. You're going to see them saying, I got him wrapped around my finger. You're going to hear them saying, just a few more weeks and I'll train his ass like I want him. And this is all women are doing this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, pilots and prime stars and police officers and shit like this. You're going to hear them go, yep, I got them like, I got them in my hand like Sydney Pully. I got them wrapped around my finger. Yep, if I do this, girl, you need to do that. That's what you're going to fucking hear and it's going to blow your mind. Now, when she with you, she like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, wow. And you're going to see the, you're going to see, you're going to see, uh, you're going to see the side of them. You, you're a man that works in Sephora. You're going to see the side of them that is very ugly and very human. It's going to humanize them. And then you're going to go, damn, these women out here plotting, <laughs> right? Mm. Yep. DJ strip club. You work in real estate. You're going to see them plotting. Thotting and plotting. Mechanics, you're going to see them doing some shit that a lot of guys fall for. Like, man, 100%. Yep, he's on my leash. I got him on a leash, and I'm just playing with this ninja. I'm just playing with him. And you're going, wow, right? You coach an all-girls sports team. (laughs) Right here. But a lot of guys don't have this uh, experience, and thus you're like, well, the girls are going to be different. You're going to see them. Yep. They got their girls. They got them on the phone. Like, you ever do this? The girl be on the speakerphone? I mean, you'll be on their speakerphone, and she with her friends, and she just like this. All right. All right, baby. All right, baby, 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 baby. And then she got this. You think they just be like, oh, mm mm-mm. They're training you. They're getting a reaction. They're tr- stringing you along. <laughs> it's like, but again, it's instinctive because typically they had to do these things. What are you seeing now? Women don't have to do these things in America. Therefore, they're taking a different route. They're like, I don't need you. And they're fornicating and they're doing these things. They're taking a different route because they don't need you like that. Women that need you like that got to keep you. Remember the clip that I used to show you about the woman at the wedding? I wish I could pull it up. The woman that you did the gotcha at the wedding. I used to play that clip as a point of reference. Where the, where the dude was signing the wedding contract, the woman looked up and said, she looked at her family. She looked at her side of the wedding party. And she said, got him and winked and laughed. If you think that's just that woman, you're out of your freaking mind. That's how they all do. They get your ass to a point. Got that mother. Got him. <laughs> yep. Got him. I used to say it, man. Got him. Man, boy, y'all don't remember that shit. I wish I could find it. But that is, that's kind of how they, that's, that's what they're doing. So let me see if I can get on with the show. The J-Lex podcast says, J-Lex says, checking in, keep up the good work. Indeed. And yes, when this first becomes aware, uh, you're going to be aware of this, it's going to anger you. And you're going to like, how could she do me like that? And she's a human being and she's a woman. And I thought she like, you're going to be like that. After you grow up, you're going to be like, this is just them. <laughs> this is how they are. Uh, let's get on with the show. 
next part of the show is Red Pill versus the Daily Wire. All right, so um, there's a clip going around that is quite viral, fair use to the dailywire.com of these men who are uh, conservative, traditional, tra- what do you call them, track con, traditional conservatives. These are men that have a audience of people that lean on traditional things like marriage, institutions. Uh, they want to bring, they want to kind of curb feminism and liberalism. Uh, they They will probably side with the red pill on 50% of their conversation, but they will object to the red pill as a, a specific group because these men are abstaining from marriage. Now, what they're going to say here, we're going to review about 20 minutes or 15 minutes of their conversation, and what they're basically going to say, these red pill dudes are bitter, hurt, and angry, and they need to marry up these feminists. They need to marry up these land whales. They need to marry up these honorary women without once changing a law. And they're going to lean on it saying we as a community of people are losing our ability to uh, reproduce each other. Meaning that, uh, hey, hey, you guys, you got to have babies or we're going to die out. Now, they're not challenging the feminists. They don't challenge the matriarchy. They don't challenge the gynocentric courts. They just tell men, hey, fall on the sword and roll the dice. And they say, hey, it may work for you. I'm more likely to work for you. But if it doesn't, your life will get destroyed. And it is what it is. Fall on the sword. So we'll start with these people here. And uh, we'll we'll jump in here intermittently to object to anything that I feel like objecting to. Let's roll the film Fair Use to the Daily Wire. Anyone who tuned in for that entire conversation about the Red Pillars and their view of marriage, what is the hope that you offer to a young man right now in this actual world, in the world where family courts bias against him in such extreme numbers, where women drive some, such a large percentage of the divorces, where he does feel that if he even makes an overture to a woman, he, he runs the risk of being kicked off of his college campus or worse. And what, do you, what do you say to that, to that young man in despair about the institution of marriage right now? What, what hope have we to offer? Well, I say this all the time. It's like you have to begin with yourself. I mean, this, this thing that somehow the society is supposed to change for you to change is the exact opposite of manhood as far as I'm concerned. You know, you start out, who am I? What do I want? What am I doing here? Where am I going? And <laughs> a, guy, a guy who doesn't understand that about himself isn't going anywhere, you know? Part of that is... Develop- All right, so let me stop right here. This dude said a whole bunch of nothing. And notice that these men are smoking cigars. Candace Owens here. I don't know who that guy is that was just talking or the previous guy. But the other people that I recognize is Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh. So I recognize three of the five. And uh, uh, this man said, it starts with you, the man. I, I, I get what he's saying, but he ain't said shit. He didn't address anything the previous man said. The previous man said, divorce laws, uh, feminism. Uh, single mothers, child support. He didn't address every guy's uh, campus great false allegations. This dude didn't address the previous dude addressed all this shit. And this ninja was start with you. And what the f- <laughs> right. man? What he didn't address anything as you can see. And this is the problem with this group. Let me go ahead and continue. And Candace Owens is looking at this ninja like this, like something like this here. What that mean? Look at Candace Owens. Candace Owens is like, what you talking about, Willis? All right, here we go. In a, in a marriage, but the way you get to marriage is thinking, you know, I, this, this show, whenever you're on that show, whatever, I watch a little bit of it. My wife looks over my shoulder and says, is that Michael? This show is disgusting. Every single time. And she says, <laughs> because I'm on it. Yeah, That's why. Yeah. She says, why is he doing that? And I show, well, he's actually the best. You see this shit? 
You, you see what they're doing. I think they intended, this is on purpose. They intended to discuss this conversation, but they all got cigars and shit like this and drinking and whiskey and scotch. <laughs> We're cool. We're going to smoke cigars talking about anti-red pill masculinity. Okay. All right. Let's continue. Thing on it, which is true, but it's like, it's disgusting to bring these victims of a society on because it's, it's a healthy impulse in human beings that they're born into a society and they live according to the rules of that society. That's a healthy impulse. You don't want it. Not everybody can be a rebel. Not every age is supposed to overturn the, you know, the norm. That's, that's he said a whole bunch of nothing. What the hell are you talking about, sir? Look, I don't even know where this is going. I haven't watched the whole clip. But you ain't said shit yet. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! What? I mean, there's nothing I can even so you jumping all over the place, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even address any of this. Let's 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 go to the next thing. That would be insane. So most of us were born into a society, and we adopt the values of that society. Right now, we're in a position of climactic change. We're in a, a, a position where a generation, my generation, is passing away, possibly by the end of the show. And, and, <laughs> are there any is, stairs and these there? transitions usually don't go very well. They yeah. usually are filled with violence and, and up, upset. This is the moment when you have to say, I stand here. This, I, I stand in this place. I am this person. All of those guys who are making fun of those girls, they're, they're actually an underlying assumption there that they are somebody else looking for something else. But if they're, they're actually talking about it. the opposite of what those girls represent, then live that way and live it out loud. I don't and, know what he's talking about. Just so you know right now, I don't know what he's talking about, and he's referencing something that I didn't see in the show or these girls. I don't know what he's talking about. So I'm hoping that the next person can jump in here. No, I mean, this is this is that moment. This is that moment when if you are not saying I, I'm an anti-feminist, I think feminism was a mistake. I think just like what you were talking about before, they identified real problems. You know, there were unfairnesses and all that stuff. And they came up with the wrong solution. Yeah, I say this all the time and people are always going, whoa, 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 whoa. It, conservatives are saying this. They're saying like, well, you know, don't you, you but you do believe this. But don't get me wrong. And also, yeah, get me wrong. Get me wrong. I think feminism <laughs> should be thrown out. I think it was a mistake. And I think it was it was the wrong solution to an act problem. If we don't live like that, if we don't live speaking out, if we're constantly dropping our voices when we say the, the truth, we're done for. We're done for. And I would, this, I would, all right, so that, uh, essentially what he's saying, yeah, okay, okay. We Feminism was a problem. Again, I told you this particular group will say something like that. So they'll side with you on that talking point. But now it's, if we don't do something, we're done. Basically, if we don't fall on the sword, if we, you know, there's going to be violence, and if you don't step up, we're done. That, uh, that's basically what I get from it. He's talking about the, I get he's talking about the red pill, but he hasn't, he's made about 50 points and nothing really answering the previous question. So I think he's drunk or we're going to move on to the next guy. So that's my line to individual men. The, and I think also to build off that, the hope for, for men, and this is also to your point, Jeremy, is that we are not condemned by the choices that other people have made right. in their own lives. Right. So, for example, the, the, this supposed statistic that 50% of marriages end in divorce, which, which is basically made up. But, but Wow. Okay, let's stop right there. <laughs> okay, so, again, Matt Walsh should be smarter than this, but he's really one-dimensional, one-trick pony. And uh, the 50% the divorce rate is made up. I mean, I, what do you, how do you start here, Matt? 
with this conversation. If you're just not going to acknowledge that it is a truth and it's true, you're just going to say it's 40%. Again, it's a bad percentage no matter what. If you even say it's 40%, but it is not made up. It is actually higher than that if you track every marriage across the board, 40 years. It's horrible, especially with the boomers. So you're just going to say it's made up and dismiss it. And we can counter that very easily. So let's continue here. Let's just pretend that it's true for a moment. It, it's like, okay, but that's not my marriage. Okay, because uh, anecdotal, my marriage is good. So do it. Let's continue. Well, I am being, that statistic is being weighed down by a whole bunch of people who, who, who made all the worst choices. Yeah. And their marriages failed very quickly. Yep. You made, it was your mistake. Yeah. There we go right here. It is all Jermaine <laughs> Okay, continuing. And so that's how you come up with a 50% statistic. But if you do basic things, like, for example, if you're religious, if you, you know, uh, if you just uh, spend time together, if you... <laughs> oh, my Lord. Wow. This, that, he's got nothing. If you're religious, we can prove Christian marriages are at the same divorce rate as secular marriages. There's almost no difference. Even if you put the percentage at 40, 50, or 60, there's no difference in Christian Christian uh, reality. Then he said, uh, 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 if you spend time together. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not my marriage. See, my marriage is, and by the way, he's going to tell you how long he's been married, I think here uh, or in another clip I saw down the line trying to find this clip. He said he's been married for 12 years. You don't even have enough long-term evidence to say your marriage is working because it's still death do you part. Let's continue. You know, if you, if you listen to each other, if you're honest with each other. The great advice Andrew Clavin gives to young men, don't have sex with people who aren't your wife. Right. <laughs> if, you do basic advice, things, yeah. if you do basic things like that, your, your chances of not getting divorced are, are, are much, much better. Sheesh. He's, again, Matt Walsh typically does this, and he has no evidence, no data. He dismisses any data that exists, and he returns back to anecdotal. Anecdotal evidence. If you do the simple things, again, because really the simple things are working for him. He's a beta in his marriage more than likely. All right, so it works for him as long as he maintains being a beta and his wife doesn't turn into a feminist, but continuing here. So you don't, just the, the fact that this has happened to so many other people really has no bearing on you and your own life. And that's the message I- The, the basis also- Would he say that if you're saying that progressive liberalism and transgenderism is being promoted- and that 20% of Gen Z are identifying as transgenders, which is one of his biggest agendas that he fights. Matt Walsh, are you saying that has no bearing on our lives? Is that what you're saying? Hey, when we go out in society, this has no bearing on our lives. As a matter of fact, it has a less, you're less likely to find, you're less likely to find a divorce. I'm sorry, you're more likely to find a divorce than a transgender, but it seems like you're paying a lot of attention to it. You're giving it a lot of attention, maybe for views or maybe because you have a belief that this is going to lead to Problem and problems in our society, but you're paying a lot of attention to it, and it's rare. It's extremely rare. So let's continue here. Well, just because it happened to them doesn't mean it's going to happen to me. So don't plan for it. Don't prepare. He had nothing. I don't know why people are listening to Matt Walsh giving advice. All right, this is terrible advice, by the way. Of hope here in this regard is the basis of hope generally. Hope is not optimism. Optimism is just a sentiment. Hope is a fact. It's actually a theological virtue, and it's based on an objective reality. The hope strategy. 
So now we have the hope strategy. Hey, guys, hope you don't get divorced. Hope your wife doesn't turn on you. Hope you don't cheat on your wife. I hope I don't cheat on my wife today. So now hope is from God. Hope is from God. So now through Sky Daddy in the conversation, and I'm going to see what he has to go here. Now we got the hope strategy. So this sounds a little mamby-pamby pie in the sky. It does. I think this is the, the best cause of hope for young men, which is there is an objective reality outside of you. Marriage is a thing that is not just or primarily about you. Marriage is a sacrament. It is the meeting of two people who take a vow before God yeah. and before the law and before the community. Before the- they, they've solved nothing right now. Just to let you know, they've solved the not a damn thing. And they haven't addressed anything the, pre, the, the questioner said, just so you guys know. And they over here eating cheese and crackers and grapes and wine. All right, smoking cigars. They ain't said nothing. Now all we got is hope. Is that all we got left? Okay. The public. And you say you're going to do a thing and commit to a thing and your love is going to be so real that there is another person that comes out of that. And things are known by their purpose. The purpose of this delicious Mayflower cigar is to smoke it. The purpose of the leftist tears tumbler to, to quench my thirst for leftist tears. Men have a purpose, too. Marriage has a purpose, too. So pe- people, I think, fear when they get into an argument with their wife, it's going to be some negotiation or some, some mere battle of wills that's totally irrational. No, we have reason. You can actually uh, resolve many conflicts using your reason and coming to terms and just doing the things you're supposed to do. To quote Don Corleone, talking to Johnny Fontaine, you can act like a man, even when it kind of hurts your feels a little bit, even when you're kind of tired and you worked hard and your kid is screaming. Well, just do your duty. You know, people have a purpose and virtue is doing excellent activity over an, a period of time. And that, that, you know the nature, frankly, by the activity that you're doing. So do what you're supposed to do, man. It is true that one of the big red... <sighs> Just just do it. Just do what you're supposed to do. Now, that works. However, what about the courts? He didn't acknowledge that. They dismissed it. 50% divorce. Who cares? But they wasn't doing it right. They wasn't doing it right. All right? And it's not 50%. It's 40. As if that's a better number. Just fall on the sword. Do what you're supposed to do. Spend some time and talk and listen. They literally have nothing. They, they, they've answered nothing here. What are we doing? Do better, guys. Yeah, do better. Okay, let's, let's continue here. I hope this gets better. We got, I'm waiting for Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens. This is crazy. All right, anyway. Pill voices out there. I won't name him either. He is somewhat well-known. Um, no, and you're and I about saw me. him railing about how these Daily Wire guys all talk about marriage, and not one of them will actually sit down and talk to a man who's been hurt by the injustices in our, in our family law, and you've all, you know, my wife left me and destroyed my life and took half of my money and more than half of my money, you know, and he goes on this long, long rant, and then he gets to the end, I kid you not, and he gets to, and, and yeah, I lived on the road, and <laughs> I made a bunch of mistakes, you know, but I, uh, blah, 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 and I thought, oh, you're blaming the institution of marriage for multiple affairs. I don't know who he's talking about, but it ain't me. All right. I thought he was talking about me, but he wasn't talking about me because he didn't hear that from my, he didn't hear that from my mouth. All right. But I might've got some side pieces of peace leave. Who knows? But again, this is going to be his one example and he's going to say he messed up. So the divorce great was legitimate, which I tried to say affairs don't mean you should be able to 
lose your children and get divorce graped and mistreated by a gynocentric, outdated court system. That's what he's saying. Oh, you deserve what you got. You didn't do it right. Okay. All right. That's 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 his point of view. And um, oh, I'm not going to diss him. Not, not a mistake that you made. A lifestyle that you embrace, an yep. anti-marriage lifestyle. You were living outside of your the vows of your marriage, and you're upset that your wife decided to formalize that. Uh, <laughs> to formalize that, and we could say that maybe in a no-fault divorce ah, here we go uh, situation, she she would still have a claim. Yeah. Oh, you see how they? Di- Why did you jump over that? No, no, no. That's the that's the most important part right there, sir. So you threw the one example of the guy you found that backed up your point of how he cheated and he got what he deserved. Then you said, well, maybe in a no false, that's the point right there. Now, that's the real point. Don't gloss over that, which are anecdotal evidence. The real point is no fault divorce. Why don't you speak on that? No, you won't. You're just going to gloss over it and say that maybe doing it right doesn't guarantee you because in no fault divorce, you can still get screwed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the point. You ain't going to speak on it, I bet. There might even be societies in which she wouldn't have had a claim. None of that's actually the thing being debated. The thing is, you can't be unhappy that your marriage doesn't work if you didn't work on your marriage. This person obviously didn't. And this brings me this to the person. last thing I want to say, which is that you never know out in the, out in the wide world and, and all the craziness who, who's actually a good guy and who's a bad guy. I mean, sometimes you know who's a bad guy. It's often hard to know who's a good guy. Would anybody sit down and talk to Pearl? I, I, I invited sure, her on sure. the show. I feel sad that I, I actually missed this. I don't know how. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm on the internet, but Man, he said nothing, bruh. He said nothing. All right, we got uh, that Candace Owens up here. Let's see what Candace Owens comes with. I missed this trend, and I would definitely sit down with her because that makes me sad that a, a woman not aspiring to marriage, your life gets so much better. I talk about marriage the entire time on my podcast because I want women to know that, and it's, it's not a message that's often reflected in culture. If you look at just this integration of, of shows, we've talked about this on past back, backstages, but you know, I grew up watching the Winslows and you know, all that great Nick at Night TV, the Jeffersons, and it was all about family togetherness, and now what's being projected on the screens is that you, men cheating on men, loving hip-hop style, you know, uh, real housewives, everyone's crying and hysterical. And, and the truth is that if you don't have that man and woman coming together, in this, in this so in this institution, what you end up with is hyper femininity and hyper masculinity. And All right. So from what I get from what she's saying is she took the onus off the men and basically said entertainment has cultivated a culture where the men or women are at war. That's a that's a valid point. At least she did not do what the other men did and threw a man under the bus and tell him to fall on the sword. She went back to culture and acknowledged that culture is leading us that direction. And that women are being influenced most likely by media to act in a certain way to have these hysterics and and problems as to uh, uh, the natural state of relationships. So it it seems like she took the onus off the men, at least for a little bit. Here we go. Either one of those things is good, actually, because what happens when you come together is you have the perfect masculine and the perfect feminine. I would agree to those men that feel impacted and hurt by what's happening. I, I very much agree with I actually believe that we're living in a matriarchy. Um, and that's why life, it's hell. It's hell on earth. Damn. All right. So this is the only woman with balls on the whole damn platform. <laughs> All right. Look. Mm. All right. Candace Owens is the only one that's basically like, man, we got to look outside of your little anecdotal evidence. And we got to look outside of your little gibberish about man falling on the sword and you be a man. And now she's giving a global picture of, yeah, man, there's problems out here. 
We're not going to dismiss the 50% divorce rate. See, they were dismissive of it, and men need to do this. And then Candace Owens coming up here and say, look at our culture. Look at what women are being propagandized by. We live in a gynocentric world. We live in a matriarchy. We live in feminism. She's basically, bruh, Candace Owens, the only one got big balls in her drawers, man. Wow. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Okay, all right, let's continue here. <laughs> at least she's addressing the point. The other guys said nothing. Let's continue. Earth right now because women are in charge, even though we're saying we're not. Um, and... They're, they're likely, not even mothers. They're likely <laughs> responding to the matriarchy. I'm radically anti-feminist. You're anti-feminist. I'm radically anti-feminist. I'm like willing to give up, forego voting to let men do it. Because when women, you know, we just Let's are go. too emotional. <laughs> like men are story. hyper. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm there. Like I would do it easily yeah. if it would, the vote was up tomorrow. But because hyper-femininity yields to really bad things, women's emotions get hijacked very easily. Yeah. Men's aggression can get hijacked when you get the hyper-aggression. Damn, she cooking. Hold up for a second. Wait a minute. All right. Shout out to she cooking and not because she's agreeing with me. She basically like, come on, man, y'all need to look at the world. And this is what happened to the church, man. This is what happened to the church. The men out here pansy ass and then pussy footing around. And now we got to depend on the women to be out here cooking and grilling. All right. I mean, man, she's talking about she's she literally she breaking it down. Women are overly emotional and we're pandering to it. Damn, this is not that hard to figure out. This is not hard to figure out. Let's continue, man. And look at these goofy-ass ninjas now. All right, hold on for a second. When you come together, you weed out those hyper elements. And Absolutely. so I am I am a marriage stan, as the kids are saying. I've learned <laughs> slang. Stan is a new slang. Have you, ever noticed, have you ever noticed that in the old days, like the old movies, before I, even I was born, if, if <laughs> you can imagine that, the, the guys were like small guys, like Humphrey Bogart and, you know, Clark Gable. They looked like guys, and the women looked like women. And then right around the time that feminism had its first surge, which was in the 80s, you got like Arnold Schwarzenegger and mm -hmm. Sylvester Stallone. And I used to sit and think like, who are these guys? All they do is shoot people, you know? Like, they don't they don't have any romances. You can't, you couldn't watch Schwarzenegger kiss somebody. It would be like an act of murder, you know? It's like, <laughs> they would have these gigantic guns, and I felt like, what? Man, what the fuck is you talking about, brother? What? What that mean? I swear, man, you men, <laughs> what are you talking about? I hope you come to a crescendo, a point here. What are you talking about? What's wrong with men, bro? <laughs> now, here's my problem with this. Anybody that keeps leaning on in the movies and use movie as evidence, I get using movie as the say to, that people were using as propaganda. All right, but I didn't hear one too many movie references and TV shows and reality shows. We can use it as a reference, but stop using movies and then saying what the culture is like. Like, well, in this movie and then this, I stop doing that. I try to, I try to not do this because it ain't fair. Because movies are scripted, even these skits now are scripted. We can use it to have a discussion, but. If your discussion is going to be in the movies, men did this, and in the movies, women did that, that ain't it, bro. That that ain't it. And now you're now going, going to attack hyper-masculinity, which was a culture of men um, in the 80s where everything was muscles and hyper-masculinity. Okay, so what's your point? Let's continue. The hell? You know, that's, that's actually not a story. Hmm. I mean, men... You know, it's it's tough to be a man because you're the guy who has to be in a fight if somebody insults your wife. And, you know, you may not be that guy. You may not be a fighting guy. 
th- those were the old movies. The old movies were guys, A, who were small and normal and just had the guts to do what they had to do. And a lot of those guys were gay. So, you know, all the, a lot of those actors were gay men. You're going to overlook that. So now you're going to say, well, it was better in the 50s and 60s. These men, these male characters were real men and they were short and not muscular. And some of them took it up to Duke shoot when they said cut. All right. But let's continue uh, from there. And and be also like they 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 stood, you know, they stood for a thing and they were a thing. But they didn't just they didn't weren't just these incredible. Well, that's said, it. So I think you're male. missing one step. On- he missed that. That's a complete swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. He had nothing there. That, that you could stand on. Let's continue. In the Hollywood evolution, if we're going to do this, and I, that is that Here we go. you had kind of normal, iconic masculinity in the 40s and 50s, and then in the 60s and 70s, you had the feminization of men, and then you had the uber-masculinization right. of men. That's a reaction. Uh, yes, everything right. is reactionary. Everything's a pendulum. Women, and yeah. women, as well. women, when we get to it, man, the matriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> go- See, look, Candace Owens is bringing it back. It took... Right. Let's give Candace Owens. It took Candace Owens to bring it back. Hey, listen. Fuck the movies. We live in a matriarchy. Can we start there? Nope. Nope. Candace Owens had to bring it back on these goofy ass ninjas talking about Humphrey Bogart and and and, and Cary Grant. <laughs> we live in a matriarchy. Can we address that? None of them got nothing. And Matt Walsh sitting over there like a church mouse pissing in, pissing on cotton. All right, come on, man. Let's continue. What, 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 I think this segment is wrapping up. Now that I've said it, you'll see it everywhere. You give them your pinky, you know? <laughs> so I don't want to talk about news. I, I led the show. All right, anyway, that was a fat <laughs> L. I mean, people have been telling me to watch that. Candace Owens delivered 100% on these goofy-ass ninjas, and she wasn't even smoking a cigar. She wasn't even fronting on their masculinity. But all these other men got their tail tucked between their butt cheeks, paws, And Candace Owens had to say, wow. (laughs) Let's go with this. Where was the divorce laws? None of them guys addressed it. What about the child custody issues? Nobody addressed it. The divorce rate. He addressed it, dismissed it. All right, and used anecdotal evidence. Ben Shapiro said nothing. That goofy ninja with the brown shirt and brown jacket said nothing. The host, tippy-toe looking ninja with the old old evangelist hairdo. Nada. Swing and a miss. Nothing. All right. They had they offered nothing and they stood up there on anything. Candace Owens was the only person that delivered anything of relevance. And much of it, she even got stuck on culture and movies and reality shows and stuff like that. That that but but she was talking about the propaganda and she never once said, Hey man, men step up. The other ones, men need to step up. All right, but I think what happens is these men have to say certain talking points and they can't come off of them and they got to stick to it because they're going to lose their audience. They're going to lose their audience. Even their audience that disagrees with them, for the most part, will still stick with them. The, now, if they flipped it and start telling the reality, like Steven Crowder, okay, where he has real evidence of how it works and he said it's the worst thing he's ever gone through, which was a divorce, and he wasn't. Uh, supposed to go through it, and he didn't intend to go through it, and it wasn't his fault, and he didn't file. They didn't have Steven Crowder up there. Well, I think he's not. He's not part of the group anymore. All right, but Steven Crowder even had to have a come-to-Jesus moment. Sad. Yeah, he said that was a waste of time. I know. I, y'all, y'all told me I need to watch it. That thing was a tragedy. 
That, tra- that, that, that was a tragedy. And this is why, again, those Daily Wire guys. <sighs> Other than your conservative talking points, you guys, I have nothing for you guys, man. I, I couldn't even sit around and, and listen to that. Gloss over absolutely everything, not address anything. Wow. Shout out to Snap Tech Fix says, don't let them fool you. They're always plotting. And he says, stay focused. Shout out to the coach gang, free agent lifestyle for life. Guys. Okay. Um, when it comes to women, just understand, even though some of the things they do are silly and goofy, they're always thinking. They're always plotting. They're always sharing information with other women. And those women are giving her advice. Now, men, we operate differently. So what we'll do is if we're going through something with a woman, we rarely reach out to another man. We're more prone to reach out to another woman. So you'll reach out to even the woman's best friend who knows everything about your goofy ass and everything that woman's doing against you. And you'll reach out. How do I get her to love me more? And she'd be like, I'm going to get her flowers and chocolate. That bitch know what you about going through. You reach out to the wrong people, but because men do attack other men and blame other men, like it's hard to reach out. If Matt Walsh was your friend or your father, it would be an L if you reached out to him. If you reached out to a player, Mac Ninja, he going to tell you all kind of do all kind of shit that you're ill-equipped to do you can't start doing it immediately in that relationship so they're going to just lead you over to somewhere on a boulevard somewhere all right drinking hennessy and ripple all right trying to backslap pippa ho and all they so that is going to be useless and they're going to say you ain't a man they're just going to be taking your ass around in the circle you're not even equipped for that you've already got 12 years of manipulation uh her manipulating un, under your belt you ain't gonna just come in and start pimp smacking her Okay, you can't do that. So men don't even share with their friends when they're in trouble. The reality is that women are thinking all day, every day, every minute, every second about you. If you ever hear a woman say, I'm not thinking about you, she lying her ass off. She's thinking about you, why you're not talking to her, why you're talking to her, what happened. Why you said it this way. Why you left for work early. Why you came back late. Why you came back early. All day. All day, every day. And the reason why is because their entire life hinges on socialization. Not many women can go without socializing. Many women who don't, they freaking, they they go mentally unstable. Remember that one woman jumped on the internet during COVID? It was a big, fat, nasty woman, and she was crying Crisco tears, and she was bad. It's not coming from her nose. It's, I haven't been hugged in three years. They go crazy without socialization. Men generally can be hermits, and yes, there is a negative effect to that long term, but men, men can be away from socialization. Women, on the other hand, they need it. They crave it. They need it, and some women are hypersocial. So they're examining everything you do, everything you say. And you, on the other hand, are thinking about something else. You're thinking about work and getting bullied at work, the hierarchy, school projects, salary, when my direct deposit going to hit, 
What am I going to spend it on? How much I'm going to give it? Taking planning dates. Like you're, you're thinking about a variety of other things and hoping you get some peace leave when you get home. And you ain't going to think about how you're going to get some peace leave. You just hope you get lucky. So you don't even think about any of that. You're thinking about fantasy football draft, the NFL draft, your football team. We're thinking about everything but women. Thus, we're always behind the eight ball and on our heels when we're dealing with them. We're just hoping that they stay the same, faithful, loyal, and in loving us. The reality is that that's not true. She's questioning your love. She's trying to shit test you. She's asking, what do I do to do all day long? Yep, you're thinking about your Harley, how you're going to get a Porsche. Like, that's what you're thinking about. You ain't thinking about her. Not like that. You just want, you just want her to be where she was when you left her. <laughs> that's what you want. I hope when I get home, she's there. And I hope she's happy to see me. And I hope she parts her pink seat, parts her leg like the pink seat. We're just hoping that. All right, but in the middle of that, I got to jump on NBA 2K real quick. They done got a whole new packet pack out. I need to get some packets. <laughs> right, that's, that's men versus women. So then they try to figure out. They're always plotting. They're always thinking about. When we call it thotting and plotting, but they're just thinking about how that relationship is going. Anyway. No Name says, please clip this DW section. It's perfect, coach. But DW, oh, the Daily Wire. I will clip it, yes, because it's something that people were listening to. So I will clip it and probably put it out today or tomorrow. All right, Zero Fallout says, uh, we share the same viewers as those traditional con artists. They only bad because the red pillars are cutting into their bottom line. More men are becoming conservative while women are moving to the left. And you're right. Great, great point on that. You're right. So we're cutting into potential men for them. Uh, so this is when Kevin Samuels got big, and then you start seeing Creflo Dollar, uh, TD Jakes, attack Passport Bros, attack Kevin Samuels, because just think about it. A church leader like Creflo Dollar and TD Jakes and people that are seeing Passport Bros and MGTOWs and, and men like CGA and, and above, these are men potentially that should be members of their church offering making offerings to the church. So Kevin Cham Samuels preaching, making $10,000 a live stream. All right. Uh, those churchmen are going, shit, that should be money in my pocket. And he holding church several days a week. <laughs> like, they're like, that's my money. That's how they thinking. So yeah, people like us cutting into the restaurant industry, the jewelry industry. Cutting into the mainstream, the marriage industry. We cutting into the black church and the church in general. We cutting into religion. Because men are jumping in here in this space. And they'll claim a religion. And they'll get ninjas to convert. Like we are very, very powerful. But they're trying to discredit us. So you're right. We're cutting into a potential market for them to come in here and extend what they're extending. You're absolutely right. Mm. Let me see here. Uh, Gabriel says, Coach, they're, uh, they are telling that marriage is sacred, but is, but is women feeling filing? But it is women, I think you said. But it is women filing 80% of the divorces. Also, they say that you have to take care of chores and kids and whatever your wife says, but that is exactly what men are tired of. We give them all and get nothing in return, 
Not even our kids are being taken care of. He says, if you do everything your woman says, she'll take advantage of you and destroy everything knowing you are her biatch. 100%. Like, they, they, they didn't say anything about They just do chores and do chair play and, and take care of the kids a little bit more and take them off your hand. Men do that and get uh, roasted. And shout out to Mr. YS. I can't pronounce it, but he says the legendary Barbarossa coined the term one blow job away from the plantation. Shout out to the legendary thinking ape. Is that Barbarossa? Barbarossa is another brother here. Barbarossa, one blow job away from the plantation. He says, put some respect on that great black man's name, Red Pill Pioneer Coach. All right, so they that's definitely where Sandman and TFM came from. So shout out to Barbarossa. I know he's still around. All right, Barbarossa. He's he's definitely a, a legendary person in this space. Uh, is he still around making much videos? I know he, you know, sometimes the people get passed up. Shout out to Roderick with the what sponsorship? Yes, we're about to hit the main event. I'm rich, he says tithes and offerings to the church CGA. Speaking of church, this is our church. We have we 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 get more action than the church out here. And we get more men thinking than the church. Shout out to Walk the Plank. It would be funny if Mr. Nixon was like, yeah, I see you have a two-seater. Get out. <laughs> and stole my car. Made me walk. All right, shout out to them. It was good to see them. Where are we at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I messed up. Shout out to J.J. Frost says, when the meat is gone is when the real them appears. Okay, so real women, guys, if you don't offer money, uh, thinking, sorry, thinking ape is stardust, but I was thinking of both of them. I confused them. Barbarossa, thank you for clearing that up. But look, money, energy, attention, or time. Women want to transact one, if not all of those. If there's none of those available, you have no association. In fact, there's a, there's a principle called Breedfolds Law that we're going to get all um we're going to get all um social scientists in a minute. Breefolds law is a principle that says it's just a thought that says essentially if a woman finds a need to associate, she will. If there is no benefit to associate, she will not associate with you. If she sees no reason and I call it money, energy, attention, and time. If there's no reason to be with you, she will not be with you. You can't convince her to. You can't tell her to. If she's not attracted to you, getting attention, making you spend time, getting money. Remember, we had those hyenas up here. I, you show me how I like you by giving me money. Or spending or expending energy on her. She will not associate with you and we've all experienced this this is why i don't think again the cold approach thing it doesn't make sense because then you're trying to coax her into why she should associate with you you can't you can't do it women don't work that way they have to have a reason to be with you if you remove all reason she will walk past you again this is why people say 60 percent of men are ignored why Women see no value in you. They don't even notice you. And we have to accept that. And the women that say this is not true. Okay, I'm going to give you a scenario. 
ladies, when you go to Target, when you go to Target and you go to your little makeup counter and you go get your little toilet paper and all the shit that you use, your maxi pads, you drive into the parking lot, you get out of the car, you walk in, you go into the Target and then you go into the section. Do you know how many men you've passed up? How many men have you passed up? Now, when I tell you, you're going to be floored. You passed up at least probably 15 to 20 men. You haven't, you haven't noticed them, though. But they were there. There was a guy collecting shopping carts. Maybe one or two guys collecting shopping carts. There's a man over there waiting for people to pull up and, and give them their uh, delivery to pick up. There's a dude out there with a broom sweeping up cigarette butts. Then there's a guy on the inside, a couple couple guys bagging groceries and shit. There's a couple people stocking shit, all right, on the shelves. So you can pick it off the shelf. Okay, there was a dude washing windows or some shit like that. There was a dude, a bum, sitting right there on the bench. And there was a guy, a couple of guys walking out that you might have thought might have started talking to you, so, but you kept your head down. There's men passing in cars, men walking with their girlfriend and wife. And guess what? You didn't notice any of them motherfuckers. None of them. You didn't acknowledge them, notice them, say hi. You didn't say, how's your day? Tip your hat. You know, wave, smile, zero. You gave them no attention. Zip. You walked in, zoom. Now, you might say, because I was busy. But men notice every fucking woman walking in there, whether she fat, Ain't got cellulite on her ass or she's skinny. She hot. She old. We saw them all. We saw the checkout girl. We saw the girl bagging groceries. We saw the woman sweeping and mopping. We saw everybody. <laughs> we saw everybody. We acknowledged them. We said, hi, hi, dear. Uh-huh. Okay, I fuck her. All right, I want to touch her with a 10-foot pole. Okay, I would hit. We watched everybody. We noticed everybody, whether they was married, single, or nothing. Why? Because they, they're potentially. They have a potential. <laughs> they ignored 10, 12, 15 ninjas and walked out to the car because there was nobody in there to benefit them. Zero. And she knew that going in. That's the difference between men and women. <laughs> we saw Rosalinda. We saw the woman walking out, coming from the bathroom. We saw the woman with the food pot. We saw the old lady with the saggy titties. We, we saw everybody. We saw everybody. We saw the Kaylee at the makeup store counter. We saw the one. We saw everybody. We acknowledge, and we acknowledged half of the people. Hi. We tried to see if they could look at us. Nothing. This is brief false law. This is because women inherently know where they are. If there's a man that's going to benefit them, that's the only one that they'll acknowledge or notice and speak to. If they know that there's nothing going on in there or if they're dressed down or nobody should notice them or they want to hide and be invisible, they will notice nobody. I'm in Target. There ain't nobody possibly in here for me in Target. <laughs> that's, that's the difference. All right. Another thing about it is depending on where they are, they don't care who's trying to pick up on them. They're like, if you're in here, there's nobody here. For instance, if there's a 
uh, in general, if a woman is hypergamous, which all of them are, but super hypergamous, and you live in her apartment building, I want you to think about this. You live in her apartment building. She sees you living there. If she's well intent to be hypergamous and find a man that is on her level or above, she can live in that same apartment building. If you live in that apartment building, you ain't got a fucking chance. Why? Why? Because she's like, I'm already on this level. This ain't good enough. Do you guys realize that? So you're trying to run apartment building game, which I always tell you not to. But because you live in that apartment and she lives there, you're beneath her. You're beneath her. So she ain't checking for dudes that live in her apartment. She checking for dudes that live up the hill in a house, got a car. You guys know that? That's an absolute fact. That's Briefo's law. So when you walk up to her, hey, excuse me, miss, in your night, in your slides, in your wife beater and tank top, she like, because that's where she is. She needs somebody above that. So she'll ignore everybody in the apartment building. Even if you come up and talk to her, she like, what? <laughs> that's how women work. He said, that's a lie. I smashed many apartment neighbors before. Okay, listen, when you have success with whores, stop trying to act like we're talking about regular women. Just because you smash fat whores, stop coming over here to ruin my show. Everybody's had sex with whores. Whores are easy. Fat women are easy. I'm talking about women. Not whores. So check yourself at the door. <laughs> Jesus. I'm tired of you goofy ass ninjas. Just because you live at a low quality apartment and you smash all the weed smoking whores, you're going to come over here and check me. Ninja, we talking about real people, not your weed smoking ass, black lip, ashy ass lip ass. All right. Now, because you lived in the fucking projects with a pissy ass elevator and you slept on a pissy mattress, do not come over here and talk to real men. This is grown man shit. <laughs> Low value ass ninja. She ain't got no car to go nowhere else to find nobody up the hill because you broke and she broke. And she's a whore, and you over here trying to prove me wrong because you smashed some pogs in your broke-ass apartment building. Stop, no standard having ass ninjas. I'm tired of you goofy-ass men. We're going to smack men up around here. Get some damn standards. <laughs> we talking about women. <laughs> Pookie, Glocktavius want to ruin my show. Mitch ass ninjas. I'm telling you, man, I, I get tired of you hard heading ass ninjas. Coming out with the salami between your boxer hole. Just because you slam, slam women and smash women through your boxer hole in Timberland boots. Don't come over here with that little kitty bullshit. We talking about some real shit around here. Grown man shit. Not no section eight shit. Sex and eight ninja coming over here. Remember, we on grown man shit. I can't even park my car in front of the apartment that you smashed your whores in because I would risk my life doing so. So let's talk grown man shit. I would risk my life parking in front of the building that you had success with. 
They young Dolph me and ski, they skitty pop pop and Swiss cheese me up. So let's put that in perspective. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway. We talking about a good apartment building. <laughs> let's continue. Dwayne Hicks says, where's Steven Crowder at in the council of cucks? They ain't here. Shout out to Abby Sandy, CGA dropping some dimes. Shout out to you all the time fixing women on a bind. Free agent lifestyle for life. Salute. <laughs> all right. Riz Khalifa, he says they would have a sister. They would have a sister representing the black male demographic. The optics are atrocious. Free agent lifestyle for life. Marriage causes divorce, 50% divorce, 50% unhappy and waiting for the undertaker. Indeed. <laughs> yep. All right. When I be picking up women and I park in front of their apartment building, I'd be like, man, you need to be standing outside so I can skirt. I can't be sitting up there idling in front of your apartment. I told a woman that and she was like, what? I was like, look at where you live. Be outside when I pick you up. I sit up here and park this car sitting outside, just sitting there. I'm a sitting duck. <laughs> you wait. Marriage causes divorce. Men divorce at 45. These guys are 35 years old. Yeah. John Doe, a room full of conservative women and one black woman. He says, or conservative men, I think you meant, or white men. That's what WM is. A room full of conservative white men and one black woman. Isn't it ironic that the BW is the only one with common sense? Sad. Marriage causes divorce. Education means nothing. These guys are just fools. Fat. Facts. JC says, when did Candace join the Whack Pack podcast? Well, she's signed to these people, so she's got to show up. DJ Berserk, Matt Wall sounds like Hafiz. No one addressed the question, and I wonder why Steven Crowder wasn't there. I think they still have beef. Dewan Elliott podcast, just as Luce, Lucifer infiltrated the rainbow Demonic activities have infiltrated all branches of the government as well, and these fake Christians can't see it. They refuse to see it because I think these fake Christians are weak. John Doe, I'm not sure if you played it, but there's a point where Candace pointed out the, um, the inconsistencies in their argument, and they started shuffling. That, I think that's later on in the show, which I, I, I'm not going to play. JC says, it felt like I'm watching Revenge of the Nerds. They were trying to be cool. Mystical free agent lifestyle. He says, for the comedy, knowledge, and understanding, thanks for everything. The Daily Wire research, research department is slipping. He says, how? He says, why they, why them? They miss CGA. I'm not sure what that says. Shout out to you. Soldier for God, I was switching between CGA and Kevin Samuels like Raw and Nitro back in the day. Yeah, man. We had a good setup. My show ended when Kevin's show was coming on. And the regular dude says, shout out to CG. I turned 33 today. Shout out to you. Are you in the Philippines? I saw a guy in the Philippines with your name. So I'm not sure if that's you. Maybe it is you. I saw a channel with... And that's you. I saw a channel. I caught up. Let's get to the main event. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got time today. By the way, Money Mindset, if you didn't get your notice, we will be on at uh, in a few hours, in less than an hour and 45 minutes. Main event, 
monogamy doesn't exist. We're going to hurt some feelings yet again. Um, if you find that my message was a little bit in error and complete, not a point. My marriage is completely in error. Let me know in the comment section. I probably won't read it, though. But let me play this clip right here of a woman that says a woman that says monogamy doesn't exist. All right. Uh, something that I've been telling you about monogamy for a lot of men, they hope monogamy exists. We're going to break down what monogamy is, where it came from, where it stemmed from. We're going to get all bonobos on you in a minute. But does monogamy exist from a woman's perspective? And yes, it's a straggle. Here we go. Does monogamy exist? No. There is no couple in the world that is capable of having a monogamous relationship. For like two to three to five years, yes. After five years, no. One of them will go test the waters, rather it be from someone that they just met or someone that they always loved. There's always that person that you're in love with that they really have somebody else that they love, they just can't be with. And when he or she comes around, that person is gonna always get that person. Why are you so convinced of this? Because I know it, as I am that person as well. When I'm in a relationship, is this one guy I never go around him. Because he's my guy that, no matter what, he always can get me. So I stay away from him. Mm. So most women are in relationships with somebody that, um, not necessarily he's her best sex. She may love him, but he may not be her best sex. So she finds that guy who's her best sex. But maybe he's a street dude. Maybe he doesn't have the... Um, the finances to support her, or maybe he doesn't have the pension or whatever it is that she needs. Maybe he doesn't want children, so she just doesn't stay with him, but she still loves him. Does monogamy exist? No. All right, let's stop right there. All right, and so I use this clip, really to title it, bait you in a little bit and say, hey, gentlemen, um, I've had this conversation quite a bit, and a lot of guys get angry with me on this conversation, on this conversation, despite the fact that the evidence is sitting there right in front of you to really figure out what does monogamy exist for you. First of all, always take you to tell, take the paper test. How successful has monogamy been? Well, then will people say, well, what are we supposed to do? Marry multiple women, not marry at all, play around. Well, first we have to figure out what monogamy is and what's working. She's talking about, um, she's talking about imprinting. She's talking about people, uh, the ability to pair bond. She's also talking about, what we were talking about earlier, why she's with another man. She's getting a benefit, money, energy, attention, and time, but she has an attachment, soul ties to another man. That man can come in at any point and take your woman. She's also talking about different men serving different purposes, which you have to question, is this actually monogamy or is this some sort of polyamory or polygyny? So let's, let's just deal with this first. We talk about her video. Let's go back. I'm going to talk about the current dating marketplace in which... There's more people available to each other, and not many civilizations have had this. We have places where people can get with each other and be intimate in large crowds. This is relatively new for our society, and this is now making monogamy difficult. Let me show you the picture here. You saw this on the thumbnail. This is a woman who, um, I don't know if she made this collage or somebody did some research on her, but let's take a look at what we see here. What do we see here? We see a woman that is either a Latina or a Filipino or, or, or an Asian, all right, with multiple white men. And this is supposedly representing men that she's had sexually in one month. I don't know if this is true, but.
but they grabbed or she made a collage of the amount of men that she can get with in a short amount of time. And there you go. I see uh, there's one, two, three, four squares here. One, two, three, four rows. Uh, so we got 16 pictures here, right? 16 pictures of men that pretty much look the same. I, I couldn't tell you if these guys are different. I see some, some slight differences, but this is an average woman who has access to a lot of men. And because, because people used to live away from each other, people didn't used to have neighbors next to each other, and I'm going to show you this social scientistly, social scientistly, most people were away from each other, even men and women. But today we congregate. We work together. We go to school together. We're educated together, right? We're, we spend a lot of time. We have access to each other. Uh, Glocktavius has whores in his apartment building living next to him that are unattached. We used to live in villages. We used to live in countrysides and farms and, ag and agriculture, not in cities, because we have this much access. And now we have the internet and social media. Uh, even, even marginally attractive women, fat women right here, as you can see here, can get access to men um, like this, just that fast. If she chooses to do so. If she chooses to do so. Not all women choose to do this. Okay, so is this, in fact, monogamy? I would say absolutely not. In fact, let's just say she got into a relationship with a man and married a man down the line. Is that monogamy? Are we counting this as monogamy? Well, in an old time, older time, this would absolutely not make her eligible to be able to say she's monogamous. This is not. But let me give you some data here. We're going to go ahead and show you some stuff here and give you some social science. All right, we're going to go bonobo on you. The totally unromantic origin of monogamy. According to the evolution of biology, uh, it offers theories as to why some mammals engage in monogamy. And no, it's not because they're in love. Sorry. Okay, so the idea of love and monogamy, we're going to talk about the Bible addressing this as well. Uh, but monogamy, they're saying it's an unromantic reason why people or, or mammals became monogamous. And yes, I have to read. Okay, um, going down here, I, I'm going to go to more or less the conclusions. Okay, because they're just talking about uh, non many non-human species practice monogamy in some form or other. For years, evolutionary biologists have always wondered. Here's three forms of monogamy. Social monogamy, which is Matt Walsh. That's what they're engaging in. Social monogamy. I've made this point quite a bit. Our monogamy is somewhat social. Matt Walsh and those other goofies are saying men should get married for social reasons. Not because of love. Not because it works. But socially, it's the best way to raise a community, which they do have a point. They don't, that's, not, that's not false. If you have monogamy, you can actually be able to build a community. Uh, but you can also do that with polyg polygamy as well. But, but in, the, in our world, we've chosen monogamy to build communities. Now, our community is already built. Do we need to continue monogamy? Well, we haven't. We've, we've had a bunch of non-social, uh, 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 anti-social ways to sexualize each other. Now that the communities are stable and built, we're depending less and less on monogamy. So social monogamy, which is a long-term living arrangement between an adult male and an adult female of a species, generally for the purpose of reproduction. That's what they're talking about. Partners can be sequential. Or there can be one partner for a lifetime. 
I believe that generally when people are talking about monogamy, they're talking about lifetime, not serial monogamy. Okay, let's talk about what serial, uh, not, not, let, me, let me go back. When people are talking about monogamy, they're generally talking about partner for life, not sequential monogamy, meaning I've been in five relationships and I was monogamous in the last five relationships. That would be sequential monogamy, which I think is a misnomer. I think most men, if they want monogamy, they're not talking about sequential monogamy. Like if the woman came up and said, I've had 50 relationships and I never cheated in any of them. And she says, therefore, I was monogamous. That man will still find fault with that woman. For instance, right here. This woman can say, I had sequential monogamy. But do we see sequential monogamy here? We don't. We see 304. So she could say, I never cheated on any of these guys. I was faithful and loyal to all of these men. And she could basically say, yeah, I was temporarily exclusive sequentially to all these men. Therefore, I was monogamous. We would say, nah, bitch. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Do you see how monog monogamy, the definition falls flat on its face? Because we don't see that. And this is just from the men's perspective. Uh, going back to the social science. It says right here, serial monogamy or having sequential partners, uh, i.e. a different partner every season is more common than lifelong monogamy. Uh, see, this is where you get into is monogamy actually exists. Whereas we would want a lifelong partner to actually constitute monogamy. A lifelong partner is the least common form of monogamy, i.e. Matt Walsh. Social monogamy is the less, uh, less uh, common. Social monogamy, marriage between one man and one woman for life is less common. In fact, it is more common that people have sequential partners, serial monogamy, serial dating. So the, the idea that monogamy exists is actually false. So far, so far, it's less common. They're going to go into beavers and penguins. We're not going to do this. Then they say the rarest of all is genetic monogamy, where an animal, which we are, we're mammals, we're animals, pairs, uh, which an animal pair reproduces solely with each other for the duration of the relationship. Social monogamy and genetic monogamy frequently go paw and paw, it says right here. Although generally the depth of one partner will cause the survivor to seek out a new relationship, which would be, is that monogamy? Is that monogamy if a partner dies and the partner goes with another partner? Biblically, biblically, even that would be not monogamy. Biblically, that wouldn't even be monogamy. So for the people who are going to say church-wise, Christian-wise, that would still be a sin. Let's continue. Does monogamy exist? Monogamy is more common in birds, but a small percentage of mammals practice it as well. The origin in monogamy in mammals has been hotly debated. So remember, there's no right or wrong answer. You can come to your own conclusion. Mammals, uh, it says right here, uh, they determined that in mammals, monogamy occurs only around 3% of mammalian or mammal species, 3%. So of all mammals, humpback whales, sperm whales, primates, homo sapiens, 
it's not very common. But but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm trying to break this down, so bear with me. This is very complicated. It's more common in certain types of mammals, such as primates and carnivores, so that, that's us, but virtually unheard of in marine mammals. All right, so whales, no. Primates, homo sapiens, maybe primates, yeah. Uh, they're saying we're descended from primates, so therefore it's more common in us. Despite the rarity of it, the researchers compiled enough data to make some inferences. So we're just making inferences. Going down here, how did it evolve? The best explanation will probably disappoint the romantics amongst us. There's um, some people's Lucas and Clint Clutton Brooks analysis suggests that almost all common ancestors of monogamous species lived solitary lives, especially the females. When females live separately, especially when they range far and wide in desperate territories, it becomes too difficult for a mate to monopolize multiple females. If a male under those circumstances wants to pass on his genes, he only realist, his only realistic option is to pick one female and stick with her for better or worse. Now, the reason why I wanted to highlight that is because we typically think that our world is how it is today. But our world today is much different than it was even in the 1900s and even in the prior to that, which is where romantic monogamy originates, the 1800s into the 1900s. The current state of monogamy really is around the last 200 years, although people participated in it prior to that. We live now on top of each other. We're not spread out. So if you think about a person that owns a farm, the next female is way over there it would be more likely for him to say hey i pick you stick with me but if he lives in an apartment building like loctavius if he lives in an apartment building where he has multiple women he's probably less likely going to want to pick one of these women as a long-term mate he's just got too many to pick from so that's kind of what they're talking about there so that we're closer we're actually produced we're actually have a uh, less likely to be monogamous. Now, does Bi the, the Bible teach true uh, monogamy or monogamous relationships? Interesting enough. Interesting enough. Um, the practice of monogamy here or the state of being married to only one person at a time, they now define it as that. And they're saying that, uh, that, that God instituted the covenant of, of marriage and he designed the relationship to be monogamous. And they reference Adam and Eve, Okay, going down, and they're saying uh, bone on my bone, flesh on my flesh, Genesis. Then they're going into, um, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. That's their definition of them, the Bible uh, instituting monogamy. In Matthew in the New Testament, Jesus echoed this truth when he asked, he was asked about divorce. He added that, so they are no longer two but one flesh. Okay, what therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. That would be one, monogamous. From the very beginning, the Bible, monogamy is the model. However, the Old Testament is rife with examples of people abandoning monogamy. Many patriarchs and kings had multiple wives. David Solomon, God's chosen leader, multiple wives over the course of their reigns. And the Bible is strangely silent 
about this breach of godliness. Deuteronomy specifically prohibits the accumulation of wives by the king of Israel. I'm just saying this for a lot of people, the lukewarm Christians. And the Bible is so honest about the humanity and failures of even those God, uh, those God used mightily. It dutifully records the problems those multiple wives created. In fact, if you think of Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar, the love triangle caused jealousy. Then you had King David, whose uh, daughter with another wife was graped by the son of another wife. So they're saying the Bible made non-monogamy a folly. Solomon as well uh, demonstrated the follies of taking multiple wives. King Solomon had been given everything his heart desired. God had even given him wisdom beyond that of any other man and had blessed him with materials as well. And then God even granted him rest on every side. But it says right here, it says Solomon um, yet, he had married many wives from many countries and in his old age, his heart turned from the Lord because of the wives idolatry. Okay. So they're saying that the Bible is saying that the men that had multiple wives, even though that they were chosen by God, that caused them issues. Okay. Okay. So I had to address that because people were going to bring that up as a way to rest. But if you want to know the old Testament, other than Genesis is silent about, monogamy just the origin of adam and eve then when you get through the old testament there's almost no addressing it then when you get to um the ad ad after christ i'm sorry uh after death when you get after that old testament you're seeing more one marriage monogamy now those men had concubines collections of wives okay and it even addresses the concubines here let me see here i know this is boring shit but i'm trying to show you real quick says right here uh where's the concubines addressing of the concubines here all right i lost it but i'm gonna continue cooking let me move on now let's go back to this as monogamy real quick this article right here addresses why hookup culture sexual culture uh is makes monogamy difficult again go back to the picture of the woman one average looking woman with multiple men because now men and women are college age congregate on campuses together as a collective. It makes monogamy extremely difficult for the first time in our history. We've had young people all pulled together in a mate selection situation that causes rise of STIs and shit like this. Okay. That makes it tough, difficult. So hookup culture is created by people being less sparse and more together. Same thing with women in the workplace. You didn't see sexual harassment and hookups. Um, similarly, uh, social media has brought people together. It makes it difficult to promote monogamy. And it says right here today, almost all of the Americans' residential college campuses are characterized by a hookup culture, large or small, public or private, secular or religious, left or right-leaning campuses. It doesn't matter. Students must contend with this culture, even if they are not especially sexually active. So you don't even have to be sexually active to even contend with the difficulties of monogamy. In fact, many students are not very sexually active. The average graduate senior, uh, graduating senior reports hooking up just eight times in four years. Now, here's the deal. It says eight, just eight times in four years. Again, is that monogamy? 
So we're saying, we're saying that eight times in four years, which would be sequential or serial non-monogamy at that point, eight times in four years is okay. Eight, eight times getting your clap, cheeks clapped, your girlfriend, the wife you're going to marry, eight times in four years, eh. <laughs> this is the problem where you can say monogamy is not existing at this point. Doesn't exist. If the average graduating senior getting eight times, that is not monogamy, bro. That ain't monogamy. Then they say the third did not hook up even one single time. Individual students can or do opt out of casual hookup sexual encounters, but few can escape dealing with the culture. You can't escape it. Then they went into the origins of hookup culture, the 1920s, which is the flapper sexual revolution of the early women going into the Great Depression and World War II. Then you got the 1960s flower child. Then the 1980s with the AIDS culture, animal house culture for the movies going into the 2000s where people were doing dirt off their shoulder and the common feminist culture today. All right. So slut shaming and shit like this where women can say, don't slut shame me, but I'm an honest, loyal woman. You see, the, you see the, the difficulty with people believing monogamy exists when you can say you can't slut shame me. You don't need to know my body count, but I'm an honest, faithful, loyal woman. You see how far it can go. This is why you can't say monogamy exists. You can't have slut, uh, slut shaming culture and hookup culture and then claim monogamy exists. I, I don't think you can do it. Hit the thumbs up here. Hit the thumbs up. Monogamy as a policy. This is where we're going to get into um, people being punished for being non-monogamous. All right, so this is going back. A brief history of monogamy. They're going to go back initially and say um, social, socially imposed monogamy, which to me is not monogamy. Socially imposed monogamy is not monogamy. Matt Walsh monogamy is not monogamy. We're going to billy and tell you to man up and fall on the sword to marry for the purposes of procreating so we don't get wiped out. And then if you don't do it, you're on the bad team. You're on the red pill team. That is socially imposed monogamy. Um, if you have an affair, you're ostracized. That is socially imposed monogamy, meaning that it is unnatural or somebody could not deal with it and they got penalized. To me, that's not monogamy. All right, socially imposed monogamy was first established ancient Greece and Rome even if sexual infidelity with concubines and slaves were largely tolerated. One of the plausible reasons uh, that were discussed was that monogamous groups were advant advantaged militarily over polygynous groups. Imposing monogamy meant they, that fewer men would leave a group to search for wives elsewhere and would be able to fight in battles and pay taxes. So again, taking the love out of it, they're now saying again, the reason, and this is a Matt Walsh approach. The benefits of monogamy is not that you're going to fall in love and get to, you're going to find the one. The benefits of monogamy is you're not going to leave the group. You already have a, your one wife, so you'll be ready to fight and pay taxes. <laughs> okay. Huh. Hmm. So take the romance out of it. As, a Christ, as Christianity emerged in the Roman Empire in the first century AD, it embraced monogamy and took it back further 
And it says, insisting that two people must reserve their bodies and desires for each other, marriage becoming an everlasting threesome with God. Oh, boy. Hold up for a second. Let me put the train yang. Train Again, it is said, it says monogamy. I'm going to read it again. This is what I think monogamy is. It says two people must reserve their bodies and desires for each other. So you can have an ever-living threesome with God. So is this monogamy? Again, let's go back. If a person can do this biblically, culturally, socially, Christianity-wise, if she's done this, she is not going to be monogamous. Even if she never cheated on any of these guys, by definition, Christian definition, you reserve your body virginity-wise for your everlasting love. There, that is not mon- What we're doing today is not monogamy. Indeed, you can make a case to say monogamy doesn't exist. Let me read further. Thank you for sitting here and let me listen to this, and you can interject as you wish. It was Christianity that spread monogamy throughout the Western world, even as it struggled to fully justify its uh, monolithic order of romance. No biblical passages explicitly prohibit multiple partners or wives. Again, they they tried to use Genesis, but it says really, there's really nothing in there that says explicitly they prohibited. In fact, they actually highlight several people who have done it. The love-based monogamy, where we're going to get into it, the idea of a faithful couple was absorbed into the ideology of romanticism, which I've warned you about. Romanticism is mythology. It's a new idea in the 18th century. The budding uh, idea uh the bu- the budding bourgeoisie introduced the idea of the love based marriage here we go so now we're getting into love romance i've i've highlighted this period quite a bit as to highlight that this is brand new even the old monogamy of the old it, it's not it wasn't based on love so let me get into it even in the secular world sexual monogamy became aligned with romantic commitment and civic even political virtue yet writes uh mr somebody the course of love if monogamy was based on love why would we want to deny our partner the reality of other bodies a sensory high point as worthy as of reference as the tiles on the uh, alhambra or box mass in b minor the problem he suggests is that for many people, love become, became a quest to find love rather than to give it. That's important. I'm going to find love, not give love. Haven't I been saying that? I've been saying that for quite a bit. People that are infatuated with love is often looking to find it, not give it. Women typically want to find love to receive it, not give it. And if she gives it, she gives it on conditions. I've been saying that for a long time. I, I feel like I'm from the past. So people then started to say, I need to find love in order to receive it. Therefore, then I'm going to make him jump through uh, monogamy. Save me for one, the romanticism. And he's like, why should we forsake our bodies? And let me go back. Why, Why should we not enjoy other bodies in pursuit of this love? 
It's selfish. That's basically what he's saying right here. Let me enjoy others. Uh, it says right here, but he does not uh, see a solution for the trade-offs between security and freedom, which is how Freud defined civilizations in the 20s. Okay, so it's going to go into new age relationships. A book called Monogamy is Dead, written by a woman, a comedian female. They're all saying, hey, love affairs and friendships and cheating and uh, consensual non-monogamy in our modern era suggest that monogamy is dead. There's a paragraph here, and I can possibly leave the links to this right here. Okay, so we got monogamy. We have uh, consensual non-monogamy. We have cheating affairs that suggest that there cannot be that much monogamy. All right, um, but you can choose to be into it. Now, last point, and then we'll move on. Last point, and this is important. According to this article, why did we become monogamous? Again, people will say love and God. Well, we dismiss both of those, right? We dismiss both of those as a reason why people became monogamous. It's not, it's not actually authentic. It's not historical. It's not even biological. <laughs> it's for other reasons. It's not love-based. Even in the Bible, it's not even, they're, they're not even completely against it. They kind of promote it, but they're kind of vague about the people who they said were God chosen as leader and they were non-monogamous. They had concubines and extra wives. Uh, uh, let, me, let me touch on this real quick. This article suggests that people became monogamous and one reason will make sense. I'm going to skip down to it. It says, although polygamy is practiced in various cultures, humans still tend and tend towards monogamy. But this was not only the norm and always the norm of our ancestors. Other primates, the mammalian group to which humans belong to, are still polygamous too. The modern monogamous culture has only been around for just 1,000 years. Um, this guy says, Kit Opie says, he describes how the earliest primates as early as 75 million years ago were solitary and preferred to live in isolation. Adults would only come together to mate. Adults would only come together to mate. People were spread out. We want to have sex, we'll come together, and we'll spread back out. As times pass, primates as a whole became more social and evolved to live together. Thank you to the agrarian society. And it says, but only humans became truly monogamous. Today, other primate groups, such as the bonobos and chimps, mate. With multiple individuals in the group, humans shifted in the other direction. Why did this happen? Take a look at this. Take a look at this. Now, when you see this, this is an honest question, and this makes sense. This is why you would have a patriarchy. This is why you would have uh, restricting women sexually. This is why you would look at this and call this woman a straight whore. Why did monogamy, monogamy exist? You could possibly say, that because when people start getting leaky dick and they start getting pussies with fungus growing on them, it made people realize, hmm, maybe we shouldn't share each other like we are doing it. It only probably took a couple of societies to get wiped the fuck out from gonorrhea, syphilis, chlamydia, itchy, scratchy, drippy uh, pus around the penis, um, uh, leaky peach leaves, rotten crotch, all right, fire crotch, herpes, warts. It probably led somebody real quick to be like, bruh, we need to stop out here fornicating. Mm. 
Now, you haven't seen much romance and love. You only seen it once as to why monogamy exists. But today, monogamy pretty much dead. STIs are skyrocketing. <laughs> All right, the South is burning. The whole southern United States, from California all the way down to Interstate 10, burning. See? Now, (laughs) barnacles growing on your nuts, warts growing inside your vagina. So they're saying possibly what played a role in people saying, you know what? Us having each other and just playing with each other is going to lead to us getting wiped out. That is an honest reason why you would want to go monogamous that is a reason why monogamy is a a, a thing health health and we're seeing that today we're seeing people our health is in jeopardy because we're openly non-monogamous i mean even married people so that is valid i can see it when you say love and god you can wipe that off the table health yeah we could go with that let me read it as group, sizes, uh, as group sizes grew among human societies, from tens of people to hundreds of them, so may have the occurrence of STDs. According to recent studies, Chris Bach and his colleagues at the University of Waterloo in Canada use mathematical models to simulate the evolution of different mating norms in human societies. Using the demographic and disease data, they found that when societies became larger, the prevalence of STDs became endemic a regular occurrence within the population. They suggested that the rise in STDs would have put social pressure on humans to stay monogamous in terms of their mating behavior. Uh Uh-oh. The research shows how events in natural systems, such as the spread of contagious diseases, can strongly influence the development of social norms, and in particular, our group-oriented judgments. This is Professor Bach in a statement. And I said this earlier, the patriarchy knew that the help of their community would benefit from monogamy. So we need to lock these women's legs and not let them be empowered and sexually liberated because it's going to wipe us out disease wise. Not because of love, not because of God, not because of marriage. It's because these hoes be carrying STDs. And look at today. Look at the 60s. Look at the origination of penicillin. We got drugs. We got antibiotics that knock out the STDs. And people catch a couple STDs and be back out here fucking. All right. You're seeing this today. Why monogamy exists. Not love, not God. It was because cleanliness, health. That is one reason they're suggesting. Let me scroll down. What's the other reason? Or maybe because it was uh, fatherhood. Opie does agree that large group size and societies have played a role in U.S. Be- uh, us becoming monogamous, but with a darker rationale, infanticide. Whoops! This is going to be hardcore, but as you guys know, women lead in the death of their child, even to the, uh, the mental death of their child, which is single motherism. But monogamy could have benefited fathers and prevented kids from being killed by their mothers. So if a woman made it with multi- with a man or with multiple men and she had multiple children and they had to move to another area, what would a mother be likely to do? Kill their kid as to lighten her load. Because men typically, even in monogamy, did not care for their kids. They didn't provide day-to-day care. They actually procreated, moved on. Procreated, hunted, and gathered. 
It is not until recently that fathers have become active with children in our entire history of our world. But to prevent a mother from deleting their kid, they would stay with the woman. And early termination of pregnancy. Let's go ahead and read it. Boy, I'll be giving y'all this shit. It says right here, pause. The team at UCL suggested that as primates developed and became more social, their brain size grew to accommodate this increased complexity over time. This in turn meant that the brains of infants were larger than the previous generations that required more attention and lactation from their mothers, resulting in females being less readily available to mate again after giving birth. Males in the group are basically sitting around waiting to mate with their one female. Happens in marriage. It would therefore pay uh, for the man to kill the infant so he can mate with the female. Okay, so they're saying that the father's going to kill the infant and fantasize. Let's get rid of this baby so I can have more punani. As the fathers would want the offspring would want their offsprings to survive, they would nurture and protect them as necessary by pairing up. Okay, right here. Um, it presents an argument that monogamy came about so males could protect their infants. One way to deal with this risk of infanticide is for the male and female to pair up. Both theories remain exactly that theories without the options of a time machine or a translator to go back to early human species and so forth and so on. In fact, it says right here, we're moving away from we're moving away from until death do, do us part as women are no longer willing to put up with polygyny. OK, I don't know where that comes from. Did I skip something that jumps in there right there? Now, you have, you have also, you have also, yeah, Mufasa out here. You have also another man coming in, another man coming in. Somebody mentioned earlier that more women have procreated versus men. A couple reasons why men likely, um, men likely die through attrition, war, so, you know, hunting. So if he procreated, or if he died before that, he would not get the ability to procreate. That's number one. Number two is that it could be situations where women are spoils of war. Thus, a man died, and then she had a uh, baby by whoever her capture was, captor, capture, whoever captured her, right? Spoils of war. So, yes, you died in war. She comes in. Another man comes in. She has a baby by that guy. Number three. Sexual selection. Okay, who's available? Number three, women could be hypergamous and say, I only want to be with that guy knowing that that guy has uh, value. He's popular. He's strong. He kills more hunt on the hunt. So I'll procreate with him and leave a bunch of men out. Last theory that I have is that, um, is that the last theory I have that could possibly explain this is that women die in childbirth. They died in childbirth for a long time. So that if one woman procreates, right, if I have a child with a woman and she dies in birth, well, possibly I might have to seek out another woman to have child with. All right, so that could explain why a small percentage of men were able to procreate. And if, even if I have a child and I have a woman that has selected me, I'm obviously going to be valuable to another woman. So she died in childbirth. 
I'm going to go find another woman to procreate with. So, I mean, there's there's a bunch of shit going on there. Uh, stepdaddyism. The guy leaves, all right? A guy has a baby and walks off. And then here she comes, another man. That other man could kill the baby and then deal with just her and then procreate with her. There's a bunch of reasons why. There's a bunch of reasons why I could think this. I have no, I have no idea. I'm just thinking there, theoretically. In this hour, the hour, this, the year of our Lord, you can clearly say, and I'm going to define it as monogamy's dead. Ring the fucking bell. In essence, monogamy doesn't exist. If you can give me a reason why you might be anecdotally, well, I'm monogamous, like that Clocktavius that came in here and said he bangs girls in his apartment. All right, Mr. STI, good for you. There might be guys that choose monogamy and maybe want to live monogamy. They may not know why they're wanting to do it. It might not be a reason that is completely valid. There are monogamous people out here. They're few and far between. There could be people that claim to be monogamous. And you ask them what their body count is, and they say it's not important. Well, that's not monogamy in general. In general. But in my opinion, looking at where we are today, you could clearly agree with this woman who her sentiments were to say monogamy doesn't exist. I'll play it again. There is no couple in the world that is capable of having a monogamous relationship. For like two to three to five years, yes. After five years, no. One of them will go test the waters, rather it be from someone that they just met or someone that they always loved. There's always that person that you're in love with that they really have somebody else that they love. They just can't be with. All right, I'll stop it right there. Let me get to the Super Chats, man. I hope you, I hope this provoked thought. Again, I'm not, I'm not absolutely right, and people can say it's open for debate. And, uh, yeah, you can point to yourself and say, not me, coach. But did, that, did you learn something today? Let me know if you learned something today, at least, or at least you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. I really think we've been swindled related to what we know about love and romance. I think that most people don't know, especially dating and prostitution. If you look at how far we've gone and how much we've learned, I want to ask you something. What, how did you learn how to date? How did you learn how to date? Did your mother teach you? Did your father teach you? Did you watch? Did you observe? Did your friends teach you? Did you learn by movies, magazines, uh, television shows? How did you know how to date? Because that's going to tell you why you might not understand why dating and prostitution were almost synonymous. Why dating is a new concept. It didn't exist prior to, prior to the 1900s. Romance was almost non-existent until the 1800s. Most people learn through media, television, movies, cartoons, which is odd, isn't it? When you think about it, you think what is traditional and normal, absent your knowledge of history, then you tell me, no, coach, you're wrong. Dating is this. Oh, wait, no, you're wrong. Because prior to that, dating was seen as street hooker activity. But you learn through television and media and shit like that, which lets you know you, you're dating all wrong. It, you're, you're doing something that has been taught to you by people that get a benefit. Marketing, 
movies, social conditioning, shit like that. Romance, that's how you learn. Well, how did you even learn about one man, one woman? Ask yourself this. How did you learn about monogamy? How did you know monogamy was a thing? Somebody taught it to you. (laughs) Somebody taught it to you. You didn't. Now, you might have said, I want to fall in love with this girl. You might have fallen in love with that girl. Then you've had another one and then another one and another one. Some guy said, I want eight women. And then somebody says, don't do that. You're a bad guy if you have eight women. No, you only supposed to have one. To the point, how do homosexuals find out that they, they want another person to put it up the Duke shoot? Pause. How do they find out? They basically was like, wait a minute. I saw this in the movie. However, this is how I feel. I mean, you can just go down the line and realize that the church, media, and all of that told you one thing, but then when you go back and look at it, it was completely the other way. It was completely the other way. Dating stands for prostitution. Monogamy is not related to romance. It had never been, but we were taught that that's what it was about. It's about love, and you're supposed to do, and it never was that. That's why I tell you to re-educate yourself. This is the importance of actually knowing shit instead of feeling shit. This is the importance to know where you're getting your education from so you can then come back out with power, and then you can actually have a good debate and then come back with references. I always come back with references. I always come back with, hey, look, read this. Look at that. And I'll give you four and five and sixes. And I won't give you just news articles. I'll give you, um, I'll give you data and social science. and Just to prove that a lot of y'all ninjas don't know what you're doing out here. And you wonder why you keep failing. You wonder why you keep failing. Why is this not working? Why is this not working? Why aren't women doing? Why aren't men doing? And in reality, you're doing it all wrong. You've been doing it wrong since your first fucking date. Your first date to the last one you had, you've been doing it wrong. Y'all ain't ready. And you wonder why it's not working. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all are applying all the wrong rules to make it not work. <laughs> all right, shout out to Juco Joe. He says, they're telling me my third leg, Greg, is phenomenal at the Juco. Your third leg was just phenomenal. He says, I think it's only because that you got money. Shout out to you. <laughs> I got money. All right, you've been doing marriage all wrong, to be honest with you. Most people are doing marriage all wrong. You're doing it to try to force people socially, and it ain't working. Where are we at here? Shout out to our brother, Kaleem, says, salute, coach. Huge huge appreciation for all that you do, and I've honestly, honestly, and I've been extremely productive during my workday whilst I listen to you. Your foresight on the economy and the importance of stacking cash has got me off my rear end, and I'm grateful I've been Deliber- uh, deliberately behind on your shows so I can have constant content to enjoy over the weekends. Your UK representative, Kaleem. Shout out to you, bruv. I like the STI uh, theory there. That actually was good. All right, Gabriel was talking about ma- marriage is sacred. Yeah, marriage is, again, is it sacred? That's a debatable, that's debatable. You can literally debate that based on what the Bible presents. 
sacred? Well, it was sacred between your orgy with God. You basically was having an orgy. Trying. <laughs> right? I don't know how sacred that is. I'm having an orgy with the Lord. All right. Yes. Okay. Let me protect myself, Lord. All right. Zero fallout. Modern people think they know better than thousands of years of ob observation. That's where the ego of humanity fails. Because we always think we're better than the previous humans. When in reality, they had protocol. They had things that prevented us from getting in the exact same problems that we're living in today. You're absolutely right. Xavion says, when brothers live together, he says, and one of them dies without a son, the widow of the deceased shall not marry anyone outside the family, but her husband's brother shall become to her. Marry and marrying her and performing the duties of the brother-in-law, that's Deuteronomy 25 and 5, which then tells you, I was just suggesting, that if a widow dies, a man dies and a woman marries outside of the family, that is non-monogamy, that would be a sin. Uh, we know this to be true in the Bible. But today, we live secular world and we mix it with the Lord. And boomers married four, five, and six times, which would be a sin in non-monogamy. It would be non-monogamy by definition. Uh, but y'all do you. Shout out to our brother. <laughs> Benjamin says men should, shouldn't give a F about women's feelings. Women are for reproduction. That's it. And I know that sounds harsh, but if you go back to the original point of monogamy, it was for reproduction. And he says keeping a woman doesn't mean jack. Shout out to Matt Walsh. And he says impregnating them and get away which was how people made it unfortunately scott uh scoop says please do a show on the origin of love i've done one but i'll do it again he says because it's a scam you are the undisputed goat well we say romance is a scam all right it is it is definitely something that has uh been pushed onto our culture in our time this is the year of our lord we can't do anything about it but romance is something that women can use hypergamy and to use conditions against you. I, I, I've been saying it doesn't exist the way we believe it exists. But I will point to this. People will think that jealousy, you know, that feeling of jealousy. You think that feeling of jealousy means love and romance is involved. And so that people will point to this. Well, if love doesn't exist, coach, why do I feel jealous when my partner X, Y, and Z? Now, jealousy does not imply love. That it could imply selfishness. That could imply that you're misguided, right? Uh, there's a lot of women that have uh, been having an affair or men, and uh, they were jealous that the partner went back to the other partner. I mean, that doesn't imply love. That just implies some sort of jealousy that you have, which is a seven deadly sin. <laughs> so I think people when they say, well, I feel jealous when my partner's with another partner or possibly that doesn't imply jealousy. That, I mean, love, that implies that, yeah, you're mate guarding them. Scarcity. There's a lot of things that it implies. That doesn't imply that you love them. You have a scarcity mindset. You, you're going to lose the partner and the benefits of that partner. You're mate guarding them. You don't want them to have fun. That doesn't imply love. <laughs> Not to me it doesn't, but you can disagree. Just because you're jealous doesn't mean that you love the person. That, that doesn't imply, I mean, there's a lot of jealous people out here that hate the person. So anyway, but people will say that. They'll, they'll literally say that that, that, that implies that, there, that there's romance and love. Dude, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it that way. Shout out to uh, the regular dude 
He says, nah, I'm from the natty, the dirty natty, Cincinnati. Marcel says Candace Owens looked like she was uh, breaking out of the sunken place. Poor thing. And uh, Judas Lyon says Exodus 21 and 10 says that a man can take another wife. And I believe that's true. I don't know much about the Bible, but I believe in the Bible it does. you're, You're quoting it, which does suggest the murky, complicated situation about what are the proper instructions about biblical monogamy. For you scholars and theologians and Christians and people of other faiths, Go ahead and have that conversation in the comment section. I'm not going to determine what the real thing is here. I presented my side of the argument. Even other people have said it's a little bit not clear as to what the Bible is saying. Could be complicated. We have an orgy with the Holy Spirit. We have flesh. We have the Jesus declaring. We also have Adam and Eve, but we also have Solomon and King David. What is it? You have to clear that up and take your stance. But shout out to the get your concordance out uh, to determine that. But I think we've reached the conclusion of this. But I would say that, yes, yes, we're going to be on the money mindset here in uh, at the bottom of this hour, right at one o'clock on the West Coast. So join us with that. I'm going to go catch up on some lunch. Thank you for the contributions. And we'll be back tonight. Hopefully on time because I got to run some errands. Benjamin Brooks says, biblically, it's a sin to get with a used woman. We getting heavy in the game. Hit the like button as you exit. Crystal Rebel says, coach, damn, you're coming in late, but I'm going to get it. Crystal Rebel says, coach, I'm impressed with your knowledge of the Bible. It was always, uh, it has always been a fact. Who is uh, considered degenerates? Who are considered degenerates? And uh, know the Bible better than 24-7. Shout out to our brother Thebolt. Says shout out to UCGA. Funny how having a DUI is less costly than coming out of a marriage. Don't task. I think you meant don't ask me how I know. He says 5K versus 100K. Take me out with the. You bitch. You bitch. Yes, a DUI is. A DUI is less costly than a divorce. Money mindset, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. Top of the hour, clearing out the chats, making sure we got everybody. I did. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>